Yeah, we're live, man. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Right, so uh, welcome to Cutting Through the Ball, the post to the apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. So today, the topic is, um, we're going to call it well, Dinosaurs and Weird Creatures in the Bible. Yes. There's a reason we're doing this. Yeah. I'll we'll um, explain that later, though, because the Facebook people aren't going to hear it, are they? Yeah, but they might be put off by the word Bible. <laughs> 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 Basically, we shared a meme about dinosaurs and Jesus shooing off a dinosaur, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. And then we were literally inundated by about three people <laughs> who said, no, this is actually true. And, and me and yeah. Gaz were like, no, that's bollocks. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, we're going to do, well, let's have a look at the top listeners for the last seven days. Yeah. Somewhere in Finland. If anyone wants to take a stab at that one. Javascula. Possibly. Very well done. Yeah. Sorry, I forget Mike is fluent in Finnish. Atsipan de Zaragoza in Mexico, New York. New uh, York. New York. It's a hell of a wow. town I hear. <laughs> Never sleeps, apparently. <laughs> Chilliwack, Canada. Excuse me. <laughs> Chilliwack just sounds painful. San Jose, Costa Rica, Karachi, Pakistan, Manchester, United Kingdom, Orlando, Florida, Southeastern, I don't know where MA is. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Massachusetts, even. Brookline, Massachusetts. Bangalore in India, welcome back. Nottingham, Guadalajara, welcome back. Winter Springs, Florida. Atlanta, Georgia. Porterville, Missouri. Flint, Michigan, still back there. Little Rock and Benton, both in Arkansas. So Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas, sorry. Florida. Uh, Florida man was listening to Cutting Through the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse whilst he sexually violated an alligator in Walmart. Uh, yeah. It's pretty metal. <laughs> you got the nuts to sexy or sort an alligator. <laughs> Unless he corked it. Um, <laughs> What's in the news this week? Well, I think before we launch onto weird news, we need to um, excuse me. We need to address the elephant in the room. The dead elephant. The, 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 the dead elephant in the room. Hang on, is it? What's the uh, symbol of the Republican Party? Is it an elephant? It is. Yeah. It oh, is, that's yeah. quite out there, isn't it? Yeah. The death of Jeffrey Epstein. We broke the news a few weeks ago. Of course. He, we had an emergency broadcast that he was being done again for nonsense. We predicted turns, we predicted he would be dead in his cell. Along with about half a billion other people. We, we predicted first. first, Mike. Come on. Oh, come on, it was fucking obvious. <laughs> so we're still we're still good quality pundits for calling it out. I think investigative journalists. Yeah, in I'll, fact I'll drink to that. In fact, I might become a prophet. Mm-hmm. I wish we were making a fucking profit. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Send us your money. <laughs> Right. Say it like Bob Gardner. <laughs> Give us a fucking money! <laughs> no, we don't want your money. Right. What? <laughs> well, unless you want to. Mm-hmm. Alright then. What do you reckon? Bumped off? Legitimate suicide? Taken off suicide watch six days ago? 
What kind of facility was he in? I take it it wasn't some shitty low rent. It was a rent. fortress-like facility, apparently. But he right. was yeah. in with the general populace, apparently. Right, but still, like, in a conversation we had off-air, Mike pointed out that Suicide Watch is actually a very successful thing when yep. they want to keep a witness alive in prison. They tend to manage it. Yeah. No, they didn't manage it this time. Even though it already been attempted suicide well, or suicided. They never... Yeah, well, so they, they still never, don't know. No, they still don't know the first time he tried. They don't know whether or not he was... Uh, someone did it to him. And his mm. cellmate found him on the floor. To be honest, right, okay, that, to play devil's advocate for a second, with all the news that's been coming out, it's quite likely that he had a target on his back just for being a weirdo who wanted to seed a new generation. Oh, that's of, right, yeah. You know, yeah and he being did, a, bit of a bit of a world-class nonce. So somebody may have just wanted to kill him just for those reasons. But you've got to use your critical thinking mind. This man had dirt, as far as we know, on some of the most powerful men in the world. And maybe women. Possibly, but... Mostly men. Mostly men. Honest. Mostly men. He had the dirt on these guys, the famous little black book. We'll see if that actually, uh, actually does make an appearance. Allegedly the police gone. have got it. Is this Whether a... or not that'll be burnt in, a, in the wrong bag of evidence or not, we'll never find you know it. What is it? Is it Ar- Arkham's Razor? Arkham's Razor. Arkham's Razor. The simplest solution is usually the truth. A lot of people wanted him dead and he's now dead. Yep. Yeah. So well, lots of motives. Yeah. Well, if you're one of the people who was going to that island, flying on the Leisure Express to go off and have your merry way at the weekend... You mean Bill Clinton? I wasn't going to mention names, <laughs> allegedly. But he had like a fucking... Apparently, like, though, he's not a lot. Yeah, I was going to say he had like the equivalent of like a bus pass for the Leisure Express. <laughs> but he's a pensioner. Uh, he had like a lot of air miles. That's how he was building up his fucking air miles. Exactly, <laughs> flying back and forth from Pedo Island. But, I mean, and even the locals called it Pedo Island. Oh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know what's going on there? No smoke without fire. But then you've got maybe Trump knew it, maybe Trump was visiting as well. They were big buddies back in the early 90s. Prince Trump, Andrew. Prince, let's not forget Prince Andrew. I'd imagine there was a, a big sigh of relief in Buckingham Palace tonight. Mm. We know that Trump, Trump likes the old... Um, uh, Miss Be- what, what, shit, Miss World Miss World pageant where you know they tend to be 16, 17 18 Some of them, years, yeah, don't yeah. they we know he's got a special interest in that he, there's a, he's quoted in old interviews saying that Mr Epstein is a good buddy of his he's now very quickly distanced himself from it okay devil's advocate again that could be because he found out Epstein's a pedo and he doesn't want to be associated with that it could also be that he and Epstein used to do that kind of shit together. Because I think that Epstein is essentially the pimp in this situation. Yes, he's, well, he was, he's being done for trafficking as well, remember. He was pimping out these underage girls to the, the, quote, great and good of the world. And now he's fucking dead. So, <laughs> uh, who's your money on? Was, them, it, was it the royal hitman? Was it the Clinton hitman? Or was it a Trump funded hitman CIA CIA on behalf of the president you're looking at the CIA MI6 or someone the Clintons have hired Mm, because the Clinton kill list just grows ever longer and I find it absolutely fascinating that it's gone mainstream Clinton kill list and Epstein all this has been trending on Twitter for fuck's sake this has gone from your shady Facebook groups and your, uh, your conspiracy podcasts of the world and this is now fucking mainstream news well, that's it. I mean, this is... Remember that when he was first arrested, that whole Area 51 thing was probably launched as a, as a distraction. Mm. 
Could have been. Because you, you didn't hear much of it when he was arrested, but there's nothing out there to distract at the minute. Mm. It's it's big news, and you got to realise that, my God, these people are fucking just... They don't even care anymore. No. You know, not even trying to hide it. They're blatant. Because yeah. they can, they are. Yeah. Absolutely. They're both untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. Untouchable. So they can do what they want, and they do. And it's I just think it's so funny that literally the whole world... I did see some interesting memes that were like, for one day... All corners of the internet came together, Republican, Democrat, SJW, boomers. That's what they call the the, the, the old baby ones. boom generation. Yeah. They're called boomers, apparently. All came together, unanimously state, well, this fucking stinks of shit, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? it does. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen any internet comments saying, oh yeah, pretty killed himself. <laughs> All there is a possibility, of course, he was replaced by a double. That double was then suicidal. I didn't he's no living free somewhere. That is always a possibility with these people. Because a bit of plastic surgery changes his face. He's back mm. amongst the populace. Who and knows? He, and he sets up Pedo Island too. Yeah, Pedo with you. Tell they're gonna brand it. Yeah, more Pedo than the first one. Yeah. I shouldn't really be laughing at that, but <laughs> more um, satanic rituals than ever before. Yeah. Well, maybe. As we have touched on many times on this show, for some reason that we can't quite fathom could be Satanism, could be something way beyond our comprehension or knowledge, but for some reason, these very powerful people seem intent on fucking young people and killing them sometimes. Yeah. And dressing up in weird things and doing weird rituals. And drinking the adrenochrome. Because they're weird fucking people. They're shit that... We'll never scratch the surface. We'll never know. No. We can only speculate. But that's what we do. I think we've got some comments coming up. We have, but we're such a fucking low-rent operation that the screen is too far away for yeah. me to read the comments. <laughs> Would you like me to be a f- make myself look a tool and walk right up there no. to the comments no, and it's read all right. them? No, it's all right. We'll get back to you after, if you're commenting. Can you not I check sh- your phone? I could do. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, on, um, I'm not much of a tech guy, but... <laughs> I don't know, I want to get feedback, because we're on... Uh, mute Turn your body I am on mute, I'm on silent. There you go then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. What are, they, what are these guys? We've been called wankers. Probably. Live, no, no one's. I can't, I've got no comments on my thing apparently, so maybe it's just uh, Facebook notifications. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah, let's, move on. let's do the weird news. And you know he that, was killed, let's face it. You know that boom sound we were talking about? Mm. Yeah, it's fo- phones too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We make Mickey Mouse look like oh, fucking geez. shaft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do weird news. It's part of our charm. It is. It is. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. This article was sent in to us by a listener. David, I don't know how to say your last name, mate. View, I don't know. You sent it us on Friday night, and I thought, yeah, we'll have that in. Thank you very much. If anybody yeah. else has any comments, questions, or links to news stories you'd like us to, dis- to discuss, send them to the page. I think you can use Messenger, can't you? Yeah, yeah, Facebook or, Messenger. Or just put it in a comment. Thank you. So what is Putin hiding? Emergency lockdown of Russian base after nuclear missile accident. Ooh. Wow area of the White Sea has been shut off after the explosion, says an expert. The world is on alert after a rocket engine explosion on a naval test range in northern Russia was linked to a shock radiation spike. 
The Kremlin have confirmed that the rocket engine explosion, that's a quote, killed two people and injured six. There are mounting concerns that the explosion took place during the testing of a new nuclear missile. Local people were reportedly urged to take precautions against radiation. According to the fears, the Archangelsk base where the explosion took place has been since placed on emergency lockdown with the nearby White Sea also closed. I also read somewhere they'd been stockpiling iodine tablets in the area. Mm. No, no disrespect, Russia, but will you fucking leave off with the nukes? Yeah. Nuclear got, stuff in general. You're basically the equivalent of like a bumbling idiot who just keeps dropping a precious egg. They're the equivalent of what would happen if we had nuclear weapons <laughs> and nuclear reactors. Stop fucking about with it, you're too lackadaisical. Yeah. You're going to get us all fucking killed. Yep. For the yeah. love of God, and not in like targeted mutual assured uh, destruction in some stupid accidental fucking mm. way. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, stop fucking about. You don't need a new nuclear missile. The ones you've got work. Leave it alone. Fuck well, me. they do now, don't they? Because Trump has pulled out of the, the treaty, the nuclear treaty. Oh, yeah. Fucking, so it's Trump's... This <laughs> fucking what's-it-fingered fucking fiend will just stop well, destroying the world. Well, let's also blame a bit of uh, Boris. Uh, not Boris, Putin himself, anyway. Well, yeah. well, might as well call him Boris. Yeah. You know, Putin's... Um, Hardly oh, guilt free. Boris is in charge of the nukes on us. Oh, right? fucking hell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it just dawned on me. He's going to press the wrong button and send the fucking launch codes, isn't he? Oh, the test will go ahead as planned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you, I shouldn't say too much about Putin. I'll please just come over here personally and kill me. He'll just knock on your door and slap you. <laughs> and wait for you to hit him back. He knows you won't. And he'll be like, see, I told you. He's a black belt in fucking Taekwondo. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to hit him back. He'll just literally bitch slap you. Wait for the response that he knows isn't coming and to see. I knew it. I just slip some polonium in, in your beard. Yeah, no, then I'm like, being injected with radioactive <laughs> isotopes. Uh, I like the idea that he personally like belittles you and destroys your <laughs> sense of manhood, just strips it from you on your own doorstep, and you're just left as a shell of a man. Yeah. Bless him. Bastard. All right, then, Ronda Rousey versus, because she's very good at judo, Versus Putin. I think he's got the, the strength advantage. Nah, judo's a skill thing, though, you know. I think a much smaller, more skilled judo player can player. take out... That's what they call them. Oh, is it? Judo players. Didn't know yeah, that. Can take out... And it's my understanding, I've been told. I could be wrong. With the right skill, you could take... It's one sport where you can take on someone much heavier than you. Yeah, and right. bigger. Like in boxing, you genuinely can't. Like, no, no. Uh, it tends to be who can punch hardest, doesn't it? Yeah. but So, yeah, Rousey versus Putin. Winner takes the free world. <laughs> that's a lot to put on a fight <laughs> yeah it is a bit is it to the death I just think the world would be better if we did things that way well no because if we lost we'd win the gulag yeah but then she'd really have to train hard <laughs> so we're going to have an 80s training montage for her oh yeah <laughs> and then hope it's she wins it's a burning heart it's <laughs> about to burst <laughs> yeah it's a quest for answers and just something something an unquenchable thirst there you go yeah Come on. Rocky 4 I know that fucking film backwards mate it's in that film more than the damn bus doesn't that say something <laughs> Christmas time at Ben's. It's like, I'm Mustard. Who's Rocky for? The Zulu. <laughs> the Zulu. Then I'm going to put on a vest and slap a woman. <laughs> That's a joke. Ben would never do that. No, no I don't condone violence against women. <laughs> you have the annual hunt. 
the one the homeless people around No, no. Back your mighty steed. <laughs> the annual, annual Christmas homeless hunt. <laughs> Not too drunk. <laughs> Not <a> move. Shot. <laughs> no. No, I'm not into the hunting thing, to be fair. So, no, no. Either. Hunting's for losers. It's for people with small penises. And hunters. So, yeah. So, yeah, what's next? The Russians are going to kill us all again. Yeah. Uh, again. I was thinking the other night, you know, like, if, um, say, as the conspiracy theory goes, and it's fairly mainstream, that Russian butts have been influencing society through social media. Makes sense. And have stirred up all this sort of tribalism in the Brexit thing and in the US obviously you've got your Antifa versus your, your Nazis Club yeah. Nazis so I don't believe if, that for a minute but, but if it's true and you're Russia aren't you just sitting back just laughing all the way just thinking we've completely disrupted the fabric of the society of our two biggest rivals just with butt farms and memes I yeah. think they may have stoked social it. media they may have stoked a bit I think the division's already there mate yeah, but they just they, they've they pushed it. They've pushed it. Over pushed it yeah, it's I've, absolute genius, comic book level evil mastermind. Like just sitting back yeah. in Russia, and look what we've done, and we didn't fire a bullet. Yeah, we <laughs> all, all that money we spent on nuclear weapons uh, and tanks and rifles, and we've done it with a few memes. Yeah, we just needed a few nerds in some office blocks, just farming out memes and comments, just stirring up arguments in chat rooms, and yeah, ah, oh, wonderful, you. Crazy Russian bastards. Well, can you put it all back together, please? <laughs> I've got to do that. Can you make us all like each other again? No. Unite us with something like... Maybe England could win something. Sporting. Well, we nearly won the World Cup in Russia. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Fucking Croatia. I blame the bots. I blame myself being able to defend for fucking 86 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> there is that. Also the bots. So what's next? Next up, Bernie Sanders says he'll reveal the truth about aliens if elected president. Um, yeah. God bless him. I put this in because I've listened to, to most of the, the Joe Rogan podcast mm. with Bernie and he impressed me massively, to be oh, fair. Yeah. I've never really listened to him before, but he, he just seems voice. like a... Yeah, really nice. I liked his voice and his accent. He just seemed like a really down-to-earth, level-headed, sort of fairly sensible dude. Apparently yeah. he won over with... The, oh, is that what this argument... Articles. No, I don't think so. Oh, apparently, he did win over a lot of people that were maybe a bit Republican leaning, but floating around that, yeah. in the middle. A lot of young people quite enjoyed it. Apparently, a lot of Joe's demographic who wouldn't have ever yeah. given him time of day, basically. And I'm glad because I've been Me behind too. him since about 2015. And you have. Oh yes, yeah. The thing it's is, it's getting recognition. It's though. just sensible. He's like, well, we can have medic, we can have free medical care for everyone. We can have free college education, and they're like, well, hell is. Well, we just tax the fucking corporations who aren't paying anything. Yeah, we've already yeah. made billions. The money, you know, everything we, everything I suggest, it's been researched, it's been costed. Yeah. And you're like, well, we just tax the tax the wealthiest among us, so we can all have mm. a better life. He's not yeah. just pulling it out of his ass. And when That's he didn't it. have a, a straight answer, he was honest about it. like, look, I've got no magic answer. Yeah. It's difficult. We'll get. During there. the seventies, the uh, the top tax was ninety three percent at one point. I bet it was. And it was the Americans' boom time in the 60s, wasn't it? In the 50s, 50s 60s, 70s. and to a lesser extent, the 70s. So, yeah. Wow. Boom time. That was my 70s noise. Anyway, Joe Rogan asked the senator from Vermont in the final moments of an hour-long interview if he would tell the public about aliens and UFOs were he to find something out while in office. Well, I'll tell you, my wife would demand that I let you know, mm. Sanders replied with a laugh, adding that she had pressed him in his role as senator 
for any information on aliens. Oh, doesn't have access to those records. Yet. 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 But I will say that he's not the only president or presidential candidate to say that. Yeah, Hillary promised this. Hillary said it. Bill said it. Trump on Space Force, which is probably telling us something (laughs) in a veiled way. I think so. So, would... My question is, the reason I chose this article, apart from the fact that I quite like Bernie nowadays, is mm-hmm. to listen to the podcast, is would he be allowed to say anything? Because he doesn't... Yes, he's president, but there's still people above him in terms of, like, this is what we're going to do. Mm. This yeah. is how we're going to... This is what we can say. The this deep state has more knowledge than the president. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. And they mm. Would they... It's like Independence Day when they take the president down and he doesn't have a clue about it. Yeah, he's like, how'd you get the funding for this? And then the guy's like, well, you think they spend $30,000 on a hammer? $50,000 on a toilet seat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a black budget. And they, the president doesn't know what goes in the black budget. No. Well, they, weren't they um, audited recently trillions and trillions of dollars? Yeah. Just unaccounted for. Yeah, it's, it's incredible, really, isn't it? Spend it on space hookers. Space hookers? Yeah. Nice. Well, I hope he's true to his word. Yeah. I, well, I hope he wins and then he's true to his word. I think I, I think Trump's terrified of him, personally. Mm. Yeah, it's in all the polls. He beats him. Yeah, he did last he time did as well. 2016, yeah, yeah, 2016, if it was uh, Trump versus Bernie, Bernie would have won hands mm-hmm. down. Can't trust the polls. Well, But the establishment want you to think that Biden is a favourite to beat him when he's not. Yeah. I wouldn't even fucking have him. He looks jerry. He looks senile. He was Obama's vice president for the eight years, oh. and all he, he did nothing. All mm. Obama basically took centre stage, and Joe Biden just sat there nodding and smiling mm. and giving the odd round of applause. That's all he's got now, isn't it? It's like I oh, remember Obama days; they were yeah. good. Yeah. I remember them days. Yeah. Vote for me. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much his entire argument. You, you remember? Is it a bit Joe like Bi- the- you remember when I was good? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Joe Biden remembers. Is it a bit like the Rockers? The tag team. Shawn Michaels went on to be a global superstar. Mark yes. Ginetti went on yes. to be a drunk. Did he uh, be a drunk? Yeah, and a bit oh, of a loser. That's a shame. But he's like, he's there going, yeah, but I was in the Rockers, man. I'm not responsible for Shawn's success. <laughs> Give me a job. It's like, fuck you, Mark. You're drunk. It's a shame because he was a really good wrestler. He was very good, yeah, bless him. He they were like, a great tag team, though. Never recovered from getting kicked through that barbershop window. He didn't, did he? No, it's like it affected him in real life as well. Yeah. It's still real to me. So, <laughs> is it Brutus or Beefcakes? Brutus. It was, yeah, oh, was it? No he way. Used, he used yeah. to have like a chat show segment at uh, uh, the barbershop. Oh, Real name Ed Leslie. Once responsible for causing a terrorist panic. No at way. The toll booth. In a low period in his wrestling career, he worked as like a toll booth operator and he left a bag of cocaine in his workstation, <laughs> which was mistaken for anthrax. Wow. <laughs> until he owned up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, what's next? So Bernie says he's going to reveal all oh, this. Um, I put this in. You know, we had that guy that fought up a cougar mm-hmm. a few months ago. This guy's won my hardest battle of the year award so far. He's taken the title away from Cougar Attack Man. Okay then, let's get into it. Canadian survives grizzly bear attack by stabbing it with pocket knife. Wow. Yeah. Man fought back after being bitten in stomach, thighs, and thrown into ditch. Has anybody ever seen that film with Leonardo DiCaprio? The Revenant. That's it. I have not. It's quite a good film. 
And the bear bit in it is brutal. He does fight yeah. a bear yeah. for a time, doesn't he? Yeah, it's proper brutal. That's in memes. A Canadian man survived an encounter with a grizzly bear who bit him in the stomach and thighs by stabbing it with a pocket knife. Colin Dowler was mountain biking on a remote logging road on Mount Doogie Dawler, named after his grandfather in oh. British Columbia when he rounded a corner and saw the bear. The 45-year-old stopped his bike and was assessing his options when the bear began walking well, towards him. that's the first him. mistake, you stopped. You turn around and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You're going downhill, it ain't going to catch you. I don't know if that's the right advice, though. I don't know if the advice is to walk or not. I don't know what... The, I think the advice is try not to die, because... <laughs> well, that's the, that's the advice not, in any given situation. you can do. Crossing the road, try not to die. You Drinking a beer, try not to is, die. That's people it. say climb up a tree, but apparently they, they climb up them quite easily. Yeah. And they just pull you out the tree. Is it gorillas that you stand, you turn your back and stand your ground? You go... No, no, I meant to look it in the eyes. No, I'm sure it's gorillas. You have to stand your ground but not look at them. Mm. You just show them your cock. Fucking check that out. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, you little stubby prick. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that massive nine foot tall silverback gorilla's hung like No, see, because I've seen documentaries. Apparently, the bigger they they have tiny little cocks, there's some biological reason, but the big giant monkeys have tiny little ones. Yeah, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, listener. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> You're a fact checker. So anyway, uh, he was assessing his, 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 his options. I did a bit of stuttering there. As he got closer, Dawler said he attempted to deploy his bike and a hiking pole as a makeshift shield and weapon. I like how he went straight to the Captain America shield. Yeah, I like his thinking. <laughs> yeah. After the bear started taking heavy swipes at him, he threw his bike at it, but undeterred, the bear bit him in the stomach, then picked him up and dropped him into a ditch roughly 50 feet that's 15 metres away, before taking deep bites into his thighs. No, let's just stop there, right? Shit. Picture, mm. this bear has bit you around the stomach, it picks you up, and then carries you 50 feet. That is... Throws you that far. No, no, I think people carried him... Well, dropped him... No, dropped way, him into right, a 50-foot well, ditch. A 50-foot ditch, a 50-foot is roughly from the goal line to the halfway line of a soccer pitch. Just think so, about what happens to your ego when an animal picks you up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... We're, as grown men, you're not used to being picked up very no. much. Right? If one of your mates does it to you, it feels weird. You're like, fuck off, put me down. Yeah. Yeah, an animal just goes... <laughs> <laughs> Shit cans you down a ditch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Nightmare material. Just a bit. If I was... If I had a gun, I'd start using it on myself at this point. I'd use it on the fucking bear first. <laughs> I'd be too terrified and traumatised at this point. Like, I ain't recovering from leg bites. <laughs> no, I, don't want them the night- I don't want them then nightmares. You, then, you, then your family won't receive your half-eaten <laughs> remains. <laughs> Fuck them. I don't want to live through this. Okay, so he says, Mr. Dollar, I thought I wasn't going to make it. It was pretty freaking scary. I bet he didn't say freaking. Oh, she's Canadian, yeah. but he did. Dollar told Canada's public broadcaster, CBC, I could hear the teeth on my oh. bone, he told the North Island Gazette. In an interview with the BBC, Dola recalled trying to negotiate with the bear before the attack. <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> I know this is your territory, I'm just passing through and we don't have to do this, he said he told the bear. It was so much pain and weirdness, I could feel the hot blood, he said. I am being ragdolled, suspended by my flank by a bear carrying me. Literally got you around the stomach and you're just... He added, there was a point, I was scared the whole time, but I thought, man, it would be cool to be catching this on video. (laughs) Modern generation, I know I would have had that thought as well. Hang on, I'm going to get my phone in my pocket, I'm going to live stream this. (laughs) After trying to gouge out the bear's eyes and briefly playing dead, 
He managed to reach for his pocket knife and stabbed the bear in the neck with its two-inch blade. There was a rush of blood and the bear let go and retreated, Dorla said. Losing blood and needing to find help, he put pressure on his wounded leg using a shirt sleeve and cycled four and a half miles wow. to a logging camp where he collapsed. Jeez, Workers man. treated his wounds before emergency services gave him a blood transfusion and then an air ambulance took him to Vancouver's General Hospital about 185 miles to the south. Conservation officers later shot the bear and oh, said wow. they were confident it was the same one because it had a knife wound in its neck. They added it was 350 pounds, it's 159 kilograms, for a five-year-old male grizzly. Unprovoked bear attacks of the kind described by Dorla are extremely rare. Wow. What a sight. I hope they checked it had the knife wound in its neck before they shot it. Yeah, they probably just shot the first one. Yeah, they, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Fuck them, Oh, thank God for that, it's got a knife wound in his <laughs> neck. <laughs> well, they ain't like in the cartoons. They're not like Baloo and Yogi. They look really mean. They eat their babies. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of male bears eat their babies, so the mum ones have to fight them off quite viciously. Uh, Not yeah. their own babies. I, don't I mean, think. they. Yeah, I think so. I think or, it's or is it another the, yeah. I think they might eat their own. It, if um, if the, the mother bear is sort of you know ready to receive or whatever, mm. the other male will come and kill the cubs from the other male. So uh, it's passing the genes yeah. along, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. I did. That's true, mm. probably. But I'm sure I heard that they will, in times of desperation, Could be. literally eat their own. Rather Things, than die themselves. Yeah. They do look really cute if and fluffy starving. and everything, but they certain time they will just rip mm. you in pieces if they get the chance. I watched a good video in the week actually where a bear got in someone's um, inflatable swimming pool no, in, the, awesome. <laughs> in the garden <laughs> and, and was just swimming around and it's like they're in the window filming like we, we need to do something and they're like you can't do nothing. No, <laughs> you can't do nothing. Wait till he's tired. Let it enjoy himself and then let him fuck off. My advice is never go anywhere where bears live. Yeah. Stay in I do like the fact he's tried to use a sort of a shield with his bike and spear combo. I like his thinking, cool. man, yeah. I'll fight this thing like a knight of old. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, I think that concludes the news. It does. All right, so let's crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's topic. Dinosaurs and other weird shit in the Bible, weird creatures in the Bible. An article here to, to the ends.com. I'm guessing this is some kind of creationist website as much as mine was. Hmm. I, I did say to you off mic that when I tried to research dinosaurs in the Bible, the first two pages of Google results were all pro this being true. Yeah. There was I couldn't find any rebuttals. It was all Bible websites and Christian websites, uh, all proclaiming to all sorts of stuff like, "What do I do when my child asks about dinosaurs?" <laughs> Things like that. How does it fit? Yeah. So yeah, there wasn't much because. Um, I don't know whether that's just because there are so many Christian websites or whether it's just because people like us that aren't into the Bible don't need websites to tell <laughs> yeah. us that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's the default position, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, 65 million years ago, there were some dinosaurs, they predate us, carbon dating has verified this. Mm. There you go. Simple as, isn't it? Pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty straightforward. Science has said these things are unless, 65 million years old, unless, unless we're being lied to. We're being lied to about the version of history and the timeline. Oh, fuck, it boggles well, like Everybody, every geologist, yeah. every Geolog single geologist, yeah. every single scientist, mm. every single yeah. evolutionary biologist, every single paleontologist, yeah. anthropologist. And I refuse to believe that Alan Grant would lie to me. <laughs> He's not a real paleontologist. <laughs> yes, he is. He's the only one you can name. <laughs> Richard Dawkins is an evolutionary biologist. I can name one it's of them. It's not the same thing. <laughs> He's not real. 
It's just like, my favourite policeman isn't called Martin Riggs. Because <laughs> he's not real. My favourite policeman's called Jack Frost. <laughs> Mine's Nick Frost. <laughs> uh, oh, I suppose if you go in there that road, I was thinking TV police or Boone. Okay. Pat Boone, maybe. We just lost all the American listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna put, we might lose a few after this anyway. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the Arkansas guys not going for this. Uh, no offence, listeners. So what do two the ends have to say, Ben? They say, there are many references to dinosaur-like creatures, or if you've heard the older name, dragons in the Bible. This is not unique to scripture. Ancient literature from around the world is filled with references to these frightening monsters, which display many striking similarities to one another, as well as to modern scientific descriptions of dinosaurs and other ex- extinct reptiles. These globe-spanning similarities are hard to explain if the creatures mentioned in these ancient texts are purely mythological. How did ancient people around the world know about these animals, and how they, how they looked and acted as if they'd never seen them alive? Modern science has been dramatically wrong about dozens of so-called living fossils, quote, animals supposedly extinct for millions of years, but still happily living today. Might it be dramatically wrong about the dinosaurs? Could some dinosaurs have become extinct only in relatively recent times? Well, we've got Nessie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> living up in Albania nowadays. Godzilla. Godzilla. Crocodiles, <laughs> um, they're dinosaurs, aren't they? Technically. Yep. And alligators. And birds. Birds, yeah. Allegedly evolved into dinosaurs. From dinosaurs. From dinosaurs, yeah. So, that bit could be. But then, wouldn't we have fossil records of those dinosaurs that were around and then we'd be able to tell, oh, hang on, these ones died a bit later, after the cataclysm. Well, that's it, innit? I mean, surely, the further you go down, you would have passed the, the stages. Because yeah. the ones that were around when Moses was around... Or whoever, he was the first Bible person I could think of. I think we're talking Noah at this point, we're Old Testament, well, we're further back in the, we're in Genesis, really. Sega. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, surely, I've lost my point. <laughs> well, I think what it is, is like, it's like pyramids, isn't it? Yes. There's pyramids all around the globe. Right. Why are they all pyramids? Well, the answer to that is because it's the easiest shape to fucking make, You're just piling rocks on top of another to a point. Okay. But... Like, well, the Chinese have got dragons. This culture's got dragons. This culture's got dragons. Why have they all got dragons? Why are they all the same? They must have seen them. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe there was a race of dragons that we hunted to extinction. Komodo dragons. Maybe they were similar. And they lived in Europe. Well, we, we do have lizards in this country. Yeah. You don't see them you very often, them but we, we do have them. And you go to Spain, you see the little ones, you usually find them in your apartment fucking yes, complex in, at some point. In, in even, in, even in Milan. In your ass. Uh, in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't know the iguanas. <laughs> no, in his ass. <laughs> in his ass. <laughs> even in Milan, in the city. The cat wow. catches little ones. <laughs> <laughs> about that That's big. brave, isn't it? Put a iguana in your ass. No, big. no, in Milan, when I was there, the cats catch and kill tiny little uh-huh. lizards about that big. Like I'm holding up about an inch. A gecko. For the, I'm not sure what it is. It's like a little, little, I found half of one and was a bit freaked out. And then my friend was just like, oh yeah, there's like loads of them and the cats catch them. I'm like, oh, okay. Fair enough. I suppose it's the same as birds and mice over there. In here, but in Italy, they I catch lizards. Why are we talking about take that? take down a bee in Spain. Wow, how did they manage that out of the sky? 
<laughs> finance. They build a ladder out of themselves. <laughs> that was finance, guys. Finance. Oh, flying. No, no, it wasn't. It was on the ground. The bee right. was on the ground. Oh, the bee oh. was only weakened. Yeah, when I got there, it was like, there was a... <laughs> when I got there. When I arrived on the scene. When I arrived on the scene. <laughs> You're not in court, man. <laughs> You're doing a witness testimony. I don't care if you killed the ants or the bee after. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I was just the observer. I saw what it all happened, officer. Oh, there was a bee. Yeah. There was about four ants. Oh, I'm grabbing shit. its legs. Oh, no, I'm pulling it apart. Trying to, yeah. It was like a bit of a scuffle, and then more and more ants joined and joined and joined until they overpowered it and just carried it off. Oh, wow. Until cracking the wall. To eat it alive. Yeah. Oh, man, imagine See, if this was a bug's life. You'd be gutted, <laughs> wouldn't you? See, nature's a cunt. Yeah. It really, when people, oh, I love nature. No, well, it was about ten. I thought it was the book. most awesome thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's like some of little Conan movies. Mm. Oh, well. So, what the fuck are they saying? They're saying that in the book of Job, <laughs> Or Job. I think it's Job. I think it might be Job. Yeah. In, it's in Job 40, 15, 24. Mm-hmm. The creature mentioned here, a behemoth, is a huge herbivorous four-footed beast with bones as strong as bronze. That's 40, 15, 18. The mm-hmm. obvious clue, this is not a hippo or an elephant, as often interpreted, is a description of its tail, which he bends like a cedar tree. 40, yeah. 15. 40, 17. The cedars of the Middle East, such as the famous cedars of Lebanon, were very large trees. That's hardly an appropriate description for the tale of a hippo or an elephant. This is their main bit of evidence as well. This yeah. is their main one. They said it had a big thick tail like a tree. I mean, is that it? Wasn't the Bible translated or was it written in English? No, it was written in Hebrew or Sanskrit and then oh, it was well, translated into Greek. And then At the trans- moment, this is probably what, St. James Bible? Yeah, they're probably taking this as the same so James. It's like fucking Chinese what, what whispers. Oh, um, yeah. we're talking, oh God, like six, early 1600s. And didn't like he change a lot? We had people who didn't really know Latin anymore because at that point we got rid of the Catholics who did Latin. Mm. So Latin understanding wasn't amazing in the country. So they're yeah. hanging this on one word. Thick tail like a tree. Could be absolute I'm trying to think. Of, so we've gone from ancient Hebrew to Hebrew to... Greek, then Latin, then remember that the only people writing this thing down are monks who are just copying over and over again. So stuff gets changed. They probably yeah. Co- yeah. depending on the, the, so depending on the, the guy's level of translation. Yeah, you know, not every monk is going to be yeah. fluent in and Greek. And the bias of that person translating, he might yeah. not like that bit. I'll leave that bit out. Yeah, yeah. I've got a better bit actually. I'll write this. This sounds a lot better. Yeah. So we've gone through all those languages. To where we, get we to, are now, to get to English, and, to get to the, and in the future it will be gibberish where they say Giza, yeah. <laughs> and the evolution will be complete. <laughs> Jesus said Giza, <laughs> and lo, he did rise. <laughs> and then he proceeded to aggressively hump the young lady, although she did not want him to hump her. <laughs> see, our thre- see our Threads episode. For yeah, the explanation if, of that. If you're confused by the last few seconds, yeah, please see our Threads episode. Giza. And then you'll be horrified yeah. and traumatised. <laughs> but you'll think we're hilarious. <laughs> we did make that film funny. Uh, did a good go. Yeah, we had a good go. Did our best. Yeah. <laughs> With the material at hand. <laughs> soldiered on through it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this matches perfectly with several different species, species of sauropod dinosaurs, such as the Apatosaurus, previously identified as a Brontosaurus. His great height is indicated by the phrase... 
The mountains lift up food to him. 4020. This implies that he stood taller than trees and he seems to have spent much of his time in the water. A lot Un of room for in yeah. interpretation there. Under the lotus plants, he lies down in the shelter of the reeds in the marsh. 4021. His size and power do not match any living species. Will anyone capture him while he's on watch? Will he pierce his nose with snares? That's actually a Bible quote, Job 40.24. Just after this, Job mentions Leviathan, Job 41.134, which closely matches some kind of pleosaur or other aquatic seagoing reptile of great mass and strength, but of limited mobility on land, Nessie. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go, could be. Yep, go back to our Nessie episode. There's lots yep. of big shit in the sea. Yeah. That they didn't have names for. I mean, we're still myths. I mean, how often is it people see a giant squid? Exactly. Very rare, been. but we know they exist. Yeah. And back then, it wouldn't have been the internet. It would have been rumour and... Yeah, well... Well, look yeah, at you know, some people that crazy old yeah. bloke in the well, village reckons well, they saw yeah. one. Well, look at... Um, people exaggerate and you, yeah. embellish, don't you, they? You go back through history. Like, you go back to, like, pre-Renaissance, because the Renaissance is when everyone got educated again. You're talking about 1536 when that kicked off. Mm. Everyone got educated again. People yeah. started to actually want to accurately record things. You had before that, you had the Dark Ages, where the only people who had any sort of education were priests. Your average mm. bloke minding his dung farm did not know how to read or write. He would went, he no, went to church every Sunday and he was told... He's a right idiot, he's got a dung farm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking Monty Python. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Old McDungy had a farm. <laughs> Shitty, squirty shit. Splat. <laughs> and on that farm he showed some shit. <laughs> I ain't sold no shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> shit prices are down. <laughs> oh, this dark age economy. <laughs> I knew I should have had turnips. Do you know something so depressing about farmers? I went to uni in Aberystwyth, which is a seaside town in Wales. Wales, and I was sitting in the doctor's office. I don't, there's nothing wrong with me, but you have to register at the doctor's when you go to uni, just in case. So I'm sitting there in a Welsh doctor's for my first time. Is everything I'm, in Welsh? Both, everything's in both. And I'm sort of um, absent mindedly looking through the leaflets, and one of them is a leaflet specifically aimed at suicidal farmers. No way. Because such a massive percentage of them. And it said so in the leaflet, because of the lonely hours, the unsocial mm. hours, the being out on your own, the pressures, the financial stress, a big fucking percentage of them just put a shotgun in their mouth or something else like that. And it was like a specific charity helpline for suicidal farmers. Wow. I was like, holy shit. Oh man, you just reminded me of an episode of British Daytime Soap Heartbeat. <laughs> where there's the foot and mouth crisis and the farmer kills himself with a shotgun. Oh. But... The only reason I remember it is because Moody Blues, Nights in White Satin's playing. <laughs> Nights in White He's burning Saturn. all his cattle. And he's, Here, I'm going to eat he, both bloody barrels. He's, he's watching his cattle burn. He strokes his face oh, on a dog. Oh, and no. then he puts a shotgun under his chin. And... It's quite a dark well, episode. Did that ruin that song for you forever? No, I really like that song. <laughs> Nights in White Saturn. Really like that song, actually. Me too. Great song. How do you say it? Poke all harems. Like no, it's the Moody Blues. Oh. You're thinking Pokal Harem, you're thinking White Shade of Pale. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Which so, my parents danced to at their wedding. <laughs> Didn't go well. <laughs> After that. 
strange that. <laughs> I blame my dad's music tastes. <laughs> Please release me. Let me go. Yeah, that's a Pokemon. For some reason, it never worked out for that couple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's continue with this. <laughs> it's not an alligator, as often interpreted. It is clear from the impossibility of killing him, even with many harpoons and other weapons. That's uh, 41.7, 26 to 29. This too was a huge creature, as can be seen by the crashing sound he made when he beached himself and the violent stirring of the water when he returned to the deep. Quote, he causes the deep to boil as a pot. He makes the sea as a pot of ointment. 41.31. Once in the water, he trailed a large white wake behind him. Quote, After him, he causes a wake to shine. One would think the deep to be white-haired. 4132. Big whale. <laughs> or Nessie. Or Jaws. Jaws. Or... Oh, they technically long... dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, sharks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. go back. What was well, it called? Dinosaurs. Megalodon. They go back. Megalodon, Megalodon. Yeah. Mega shark, basically. Versus Mega shark. Quality, quality film. I'm sure. From the asylum. <laughs> it's night. Dog shit, but I love it. So yeah, there we go. So we've got this. At this point, we've got the, the the big water beast. But then, the fire that sprang from his mouth is a standard part of dragon legends from around the world. And then we go to forty-one, eighteen, twenty-one. From his mouth, burning torches go out. Sparks of fire escape. Well. Maybe because they like to be all interpretive, interpretative, and to read the subtext into this and all that. Well, maybe that just means like a Komodo dragon, it has a poisonous bite. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Comes yeah. Mouth, How it burns. It, exactly. <laughs> so. And, I mean, they literally think this is the word of God. Yeah. God wrote the Bible, that's it. He communicated it down to the yeah. people, to the guys who wrote it. So they believe this word for word. Right. Whereas we're like, hang on a minute, this has been retranslated over and over again. Shit. And there's, remember the Old Different Testament language, yeah. as well is like just made up of scriptures and put together. It's just stories and tales. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people are going to embellish it if they, if you go outside and say, you know, I saw something. Yeah. It was about three foot high and brown and hairy. People are just feel like, well, what of it? Yeah. I'm talking to a short Dave. Talking about my ex. Hairy Dave. <laughs> short Hairy Dave. <laughs> Drinks down the wicket, so you know him. <laughs> He's got a lovely dog. Mm. Bigger than him. Yeah. He shouldn't really have that great Dave. <laughs> but he can ride on his pump. back if he wants to. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, it's hard to explain such uniform testimony. Uniform testimony. <laughs> And that is based on some actual characteristic of certain species of ancient reptiles. So, on one hand, you've got the science community with evidence-based research, or this. <laughs> some questionable eyewitness testimony from yeah. over 2,000 years ago that's been retranslated at least sort of six or seven times, probably more. Is this where the idea for the Flintstones came from? Well, the is the Flintstones actual history? <laughs> That's what we might as well be looking at here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but they are a Stone Age family. Because, I mean, in, when they you are go a page to... right out of history. <laughs> oh my god, Hannah Barbera was a, was a fucking creationist. Yeah. <laughs> 
But the thing is, when you go to the Ark in Kenton, in Kentucky, if anyone wants to fancy that, or any listeners in Kentucky, you've been there, tell us about it, we'd love to know. They've got, like, animatronics of little triceratopses pulling plows and children sort of playing with it after and, you know, to making be fair, those family plates. The plates of a stegosaurus would be good for attaching things too. Oh, is it the triceratops with the horns? Oh, triceratops, sorry, yeah, with the horns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it would be very useful. It would, until that Triceratops wandered decided to gore you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't putting your plow anymore, bitch. Okay, so there's a few things to take from that exhibit. So it's proposing that not only did we exist at the same time as dinosaurs, yeah. we also managed to domesticate Yes. Them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did the Triceratops' horns go floppy? Oh, like, uh, like a puppy. When it's uh, young, they're floppy horns, and yeah. as they get older, they, they perk up. But if we oh. did domesticate them... Mm. And what happened to them? Because well, they the rest of the animals are here. Like, in the Flintstones, weren't they? Still yeah, I know, but they'd still be here, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, but the meteor hit, didn't it? I mean, we... we you well, know, no, dogs and cats had a specific reason why we domesticated them. Now they're just used as pets, but... Why did cats have a real rat in us? Yeah. Okay, well, you, you keep talking. I'll tell you some of the jobs that dinosaurs did back then. I'll just find See, out. See, you, you're saying, well... It's balls, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, I did if, if that they dinosaur were... though on the, on the toilet in the Flintstones. Oh, hey, yeah. you think you've got a crappy job? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, they are literally shitting into these men. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why would you even? Why would you even take that job? <laughs> if he's got, he's like, oh, you think you've got a crappy job? Let's interpret it that, right? Yeah. He's applied for that job. <laughs> To Fred to be his personal toilet. Would you fancy to be in Fred's personal toilet after he's been bowling with the guys on a Sunday night, got pissed, driven home drunk with a dinosaur next to him, and then gone had the beer shits the following day? Would you want to be his toilet? Is that a really velociraptor know. kebab? Well, oh, I, yeah. Could I read you some of the jobs that animals did back in the day? Of course. Of course, this is based on the Flintstones. <laughs> bird aeroplane, bird alarm clock, bird automatic door opener. You wouldn't want the bird broom. alarm clock because he fucking smacks it every yeah. morning, <laughs> doesn't he? Bird camera, bird car horn, bird clothespins, bird crotcheting needles, bird fire starter, bird hedge clipper, bird intercom. There's cat brooms, there's dinosaur time clocks. Dinosaur mowers, dinosaur elevator lift, dinosaur drawbridge, dinosaur crane, dinosaur automatic ball pitcher, yeah. monkey lights, the list goes on. Yeah. Triceratops juicer, a turtle car jack. So, you know, humans domesticated them and used them for yeah. many years. And why did they die out if that happened? Because Over we weren't worth them to death. They were slaves. <laughs> it, was, it was a genocidal... No, generational genocide. Self-inflicted generational genocide. There you go. Right. Trademark that. that. For a term. Trademark that, yeah. yeah. We did that in what, in about a thousand years? Yeah, yes. we depressed them to the point where they were like, oh, we don't want to live. <laughs> I mean, that one that Fred sat on, he's not a yeah. small bloke either. The crap bit, like you said. He sat on the back of that brontosaurus mm. that's just picking rocks out of a cliff and dropping them in a pile all day. No and Fred gets to go home. Yeah. You never see what happens to him, do you? Well, what I guess to the, bang, the ultra hot Wilma Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's what's that what's that Brontosaurus doing? He's with chained up. He's, he's chained yeah. up and he's in the quarry. Yeah. Cold, no blanket, nothing. Yeah. Thinking of its mother who yeah. he was torn away from. Yeah, I think I wish you'd have to dig these rocks out of this cliff all day. Ah, well, get fucking working, you big pink bastard. Yeah. There's rocks that and, need moving. And the whistle is the bird, as we said. And what's yeah. the foreman do? He looks at his watch, 
pulls the bird's tail violently. It yeah. makes a scream. Oh, that's it. Locking off time. It's animal abuse all around. Yeah. It was a sucky time for the Mike, which is why they <laughs> committed, what did I call it? Uh, G- uh, uh, oh, self-inflicted generational you see it's only they've taken over the means of production well, <laughs> and they could have if they, it was a dinosaur Marx they would have been alright well I, I'd imagine they would repress the point where there wasn't they probably weren't educated like they were just treated as dumb animals than yeah. they were with their little walnut Shized, sized brains never saw a T-Rex in the Finstones though did you no, T-Rex ain't taking no shit nobody fucked with them <laughs> so yeah I think we've uh, we've solved that that's essentially all sorry about the noise listener that is essentially all their argument is based on though isn't it I'm basing mine on the Flintstones or why is theirs any different yeah I know who made mine though that's the difference Hanna-Barbera yeah God rest his soul so is there scriptural evidence though we've just been through it well there is scriptural evidence there's some in Genesis as well though Mm-hmm. Although we cannot travel back in time to see the first dinosaurs, we do have an eyewitness report from the only person who was on hand to observe their origin. God himself. Oh, cockwash. On the fifth day of creation, God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarmed after their kind, and every winged bird after its kind. And God saw that it was good. Genesis one twenty one. NAS, I, I don't know if that's the, the version of the Bible, NAS, or... It's not Genesis, is it Genesis? This is from uh, GenesisPark.com. Uh, Nas is a rapper. Has he done a collaboration with Genesis? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't preach. I can't preach. Oh, Genesis. <laughs> and I can't abide by people being gay. <laughs> <laughs> Only mentioned in the Old Testament, not in the... Uh, Know, like I said, yeah, never Jesus never it. mentions it. I haven't got a problem with the gays, just to point out for the listener. I think it's something like the quote is like the man who lies with another man should be stoned. It helps well, probably. Being, I was <laughs> say, yeah, having sex when high is always awesome. Just a little health tip for the listener. <laughs> These sea monsters would include pleosaurs and great swimming reptiles. The flying creatures would have been created on the same day including the great reptilian pleosaurs that once filled the skies of the early earth. There is no question that the straightforward, plain teaching of God's words leads one to believe that dinosaurs and man coexisted. God himself declared, I don't know it's God voice, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Exodus 20, uh, 11, that's King James Bible, KGV. Uh-huh. And the pattern of God's literal six-day creation and Sabbath rest is an example for his followers to set aside a day of rest and worship every week. Dinosaurian creatures were created on the sixth day alongside man, Genesis 1.25, and the two coexisted thereafter. There are a number of fascinating biblical passages. Yeah, we've been through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, basically. Oh, yeah. I've got for the dinosaurs. Well, I've got to say, I'm not convinced. Although, do you want to hear an amusing tale? As I touched on last week, I watched Jurassic Park 3. And obviously, I'm a massive Transformers fan. Yeah. And, um, and I was a big dinosaur fan as a child as well. It wasn't. Exactly. But in, in Jurassic Park 3 the other weekend, when the um, pterodactyl-style thing showed up, my first thought was like, huh, he's shaped exactly like Swoop from the dinosaurs. <laughs> 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 Fucking idiot. Did I tell you the other week I'd, I'd watched most of Generation 1's first season? Mm. Yeah. Just when the Dinobots come in. Holds Thanks. up. It does hold up. Definitely. Excellent. 
So we we're not going with the dinosaurs then. Uh, Maybe it's an open not. interpretation. I'm not convinced. We're sticking with the scientific model then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Flintstones is gospel. I will. I might go for some Bible. form of the dinosaurs escaped underground and turned into the reptilians that rule us today. Okay, I'm more down for that. Always you know, but they were before us. I'm not saying we lived with them. Mm. You know, they appeared into the caves as gods to our uh, Neolithic ancestors. <laughs> dinosaurs Six. can't live with them. Can't, can't live without yeah. them. Yeah. I don't know. We're pretty curious, aren't we? I think mm. we would have found their underground tunnels. Yeah, and those that found them would have been eaten. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's what it is. We're just a breed. We're just a farm for them to feast cattle. upon. Uh, yeah, we're just cattle. No. Bless. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are the bewildered herd, according no, to the it's just, And what, what are we called in the Bible? We're, uh, we're the flock, aren't we? Of course we are. We're the sheep. Mm. It's said in the Bible. Jesus will return to look after his flock. The shepherd. It's yeah. all there, man. I'm a, I'm a believer. <gasps> Rah. That was... Dinosaur, I've been reborn. You have, in your own image. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what have we got here? Uh, so what else have we got in the Bible? We've got the Nephilim, and everyone are fucking the Nephilim. Big tall people like the Big Show. Maybe. Could be anything, we don't know. Genesis 6 and Numbers 13, pre-flood and post-flood, mention the term Nephilim, and that has been the centre of discussion for many years. So in Genesis 61, 616, sorry. Now it came about when men began to multiply in the face of the land and daughters were born to them that the sons of God, Bene Elohim, saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever because he also is flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. I have no idea what that's getting at, apart from... Well, saying that men will live 120 years. Well, that's not true. Well, I think the oldest people get to about 120, don't they? Yeah, we all don't. No, we don't all. But he says it will not be past 120 years. Oh, that sucks. I don't think anyone's sort of... Mm. 125 or something is the record, isn't it? Was it some Japanese one was in the 120s? That's a long back. Maybe 130? <coughs> Someone, Gaz, do some live research. Huh? The oldest person in the world. Ever to live. Ever to live. Apart from Noah, obviously, he was like 900. <laughs> and Methuselah. Oldest oh, person yeah. who ever lived. According to this criterion, the longest human lifespan is that of Jean Calment of France from 1875 to 1997, who lived to age 122 years, 164 days. Well, that's fuck that of the fucking equation, hasn't it? That's not that of the park. Well, he's just been roughly 120 years. <laughs> oh, my God, he's fucking omnipotent. <laughs> Incidentally, she died in 1997, but she actually met Vincent van Gogh. No way. When she was 12. Wow. And he probably was very... Maybe he forgot to carry the one off of some equation. That's all. <laughs> You've been born again well, as Maybe well. it's all absolute fucking... The science officer's gone be born again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> I see Preach. the light. Preach to me, Mike. Preach. <laughs> the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old men of renown. 
Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And then we go to number 13, 30, 33. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We shall by all, go, by all means go and take up possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are too strong for us. So they gave out to the sons of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied on, saying, The land through which we have gone, in spying it out, is a land which devours its inhabitants, and all of the people whom we saw in it are men of great size. There we also saw the Nephilim, and the sons of Anak, and we became like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. Wow. So basically, there's some big, strong dudes who come down and go, Ooh, we like the look of your Earth Girls. Well, how about that? Earth Girls are easy. That's the plot to that movie, isn't it? There's a film called that, yeah. yeah. It doesn't say they were alive, does it? It's, they could have been statues. No, that's true. Or robots. Men like to build big statues okay. of themselves. There they is do. a theory that these are the fallen angels, though. Fallen angels or angels... Or aliens. Could be aliens. Robotic aliens? Maybe. If they can reproduce. You know, you told me off mic you've been watching recently the Transformers Series 1. Did, at any point when someone said Lord Megatron, did you think of me? No. Actually, that was, didn't even come into my head. At all. Right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on? Yep. I'm sorry. In short, we've got the Fallen Angels view. Right. Satan and or his fallen angels bred with human women and offspring that were called Nephilim. Fair enough. It's better than calling them a mixed race, I suppose. No racism here. More enlightened times. Fallen angels overtook men. Okay. Fallen angels and or Satan possessed men and caused them to breed with women. On their behalf, sort of thing. Yeah. Like a host well, body. Yeah, host body, parasites, right. you know. All right. We've got the Setihite view. The sons of God were, were the godly line from Adam to Seth down to Noah, and the Nephilim were fallen children who sought after false gods. Mm. Maybe. And we have the fallen men view. Godly men, sons of God, took ungodly wives and their descendants, the Nephilim, followed after the false gods, rejected God, and fell far from God in wickedness. Or none of the above. And there were aliens. And I think more than likely aliens, <laughs> in all fairness. I, I believe that more. Yeah. Well, David Icke, you know, that whole thing, they are part, the Nephilim, of that whole thing, the storyline of power and things. And weren't the Nazis looking for these mystical, or was that the uh, Nordics? Nordics, yeah. Uh, they're all part of the same cosmic DNA stew. But aren't the guys who live on planet X called the Nephilim? Oh, the Anunnaki. Anunnaki. What's yeah. on that contactee that we have on Weird Alex? Wasn't he talking to the Nephilim? I don't think so. Nah, Anunnaki. Yeah. Pretty sure. It was Anunnaki and somebody else. Oh, the Palladians. Oh, the Palladians. They do feature in sort of UFO mythology, though. The, uh, Billy Meyer. Billy Meyer. No, they're Palladians as well. Yeah. About That's what we're about. Yeah, That's the Nephilim. Oh, the Nephilim. They do feature, and they certainly feature in this mythology of giants. Maybe they were responsible for the um, city of Arem. Yeah, maybe. Is Giant Gonzalez <laughs> from the Nephilim? Probably. He was fucking huge. And he had big hairy shoulders. He was fucking huge. And his whole... If, if that costume, we were meant to believe that was his actual skin, that meant his whole groin area was just mm. a mass of... Red. Of red fibrous muscle. And apparently, Andre the Giant hated him. 
Yeah, he stole his it. intro. We <laughs> walk over the ropes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, was... Andre didn't like any other big people. No. He was a real cunt to other big people. <laughs> Can't I blame him, no. Giant Gonzalez was you probably watch... bigger than Andre. He was taller, I think. Definitely. You should watch that HBO documentary. Yeah, I've heard it's awesome. It is awesome. Sad. Awesome. Even the girl at work, who has no interest in wrestling, randomly watched that and told me she'd watched it and it was really good and sad. I was like, yeah, Andre. I think she watched it because of The Princess Bride, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's a tangent. What are we on about? Nephilims. Nephilims. And Giant Gonzalez. Are they real? Probably sure. not. Nah, maybe. <sighs> Could they have been are they confused? Because the Nordics were supposed to be big, weren't they? And strong. Yeah. And powers. Could have been, again, like we said, interpretations. Nordic, Nephilim. Yeah. Maybe a bit of... Well, it'd be interesting to know what the tallest skeleton ever found. Oh, well, then you see you fall into traps of all those people who say there's giant, there are literal giants. Oh, I mean, ones that have been recorded. Yeah. Uh, you know, the ones that... Proven to not yeah. be made of paper mache or plasticine. Because the, the these noise. things were meant to be sort of between 10 and 40 feet. That's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, 40 feet's too big. 10 feet, yeah, I Yeah, their before. ankles would shatter. <laughs> I'd go for 10 feet. I'd go considerably... Yeah. Considerably taller than a man. Yeah. But back then, ten feet was the shorter, tallest. Anyway. That tallest gorilla that existed. What was it? Gigantopithecus. That's the one. Well remembered. And there's a I giant sloth that was pretty big as yeah. well. That way, yeah. yeah. Well, they were huge things. The atmosphere was different, wasn't it, back then, to sustain yeah. all these yeah. giant creatures? I don't know. I don't think I can go with this just because it's fucking Bible. <laughs> maybe that's we got tall people now because the Nephilim spread their seed. All basketball players are Nephilim, yeah. and the Giant Gonzalez, and Andy the Giant. Well, if you chase them back far enough, maybe they are. And Hulk Hogan. Well, these god people probably believe that, don't they? Well, Andy the Giant was giganticism, wasn't it? Yeah, he had a, a, and so is the Big Show, but the difference with the Big Show is he actually had the operation on his gland to stop him, but Andre never did, he and so his organs him, yeah. continued to grow, wasn't it, and stuff inside him. Yeah. They knew he would die, basically. He, all, all his life, he knew he would die young, so he parted hardy. Uh, and tried to enjoy himself, but he was quite drunk in a lot of pain. Yeah, in a lot of pain. And, but the big show had it sort of dealt with the gland when he was, I think, eighteen or fifteen, maybe. Uh, so he sort of stopped at six foot ten, and he's kind of normal proportions. Yeah. And his organs aren't continuing to grow inside him, which is useful for staying alive. <laughs> he's just a big dude. He's a big dude. Yeah. Isn't that? So tall people exist. They do. Do 40-foot people tall exist? No. Have they ever? Well, apparently not. Yeah. I mean, you got David and Goliath. How tall was Goliath? He's going to be a giant. Mm. But men were a lot shorter back then, weren't they? They were, so yeah. Somebody who was like 6'6 six six could have been considered a giant if everyone else was 5'3". Well, I think uh, the Romans, when we talk, so we're talking, you know, a couple of thousand years ago, I'm sure they're not everybody, so they're all sort of five foot five, five foot six tops. Mm. It wasn't until uh, obviously farming and stuff improved and people got a better diet that. Yeah. You, you know, but then again, there's always the odd genetic freak thrown up, isn't there? So somebody a foot taller would probably. that's Little John? Goliath. Little John, yeah, he's probably just Robin six Hood. foot three, four, you know yeah. what I mean? Everyone else is five six. Like he's fucking big. Isn't yeah, he's he? a fucking tall dude. He's no no hiding him in a crowd. Uh, so I I don't know. My verdict is I think I'm more open to Nordics and aliens than I am Bible Nephilim. And I know religious people listening might be annoyed at me for that, but that's just the way I am. I'm just 
you know, I don't put much weight on what the Bible says, but I do put weight on what weird random internet sites say. <laughs> so it's your Bible. Sue me. <laughs> yeah, that's my verdict. What are you saying, boys, on the Nephilim? Yeah. I do like the idea that it's fallen angels who popped, or aliens who popped down to breed with beautiful earth women. Mm. <laughs> I like that. It's pretty metal. Yeah. Very metal. Want to write a song about it? Yeah, man. What Rise you, of the Nephilim. What do you think, Mike? Are you a Nephilim believer? I'm not buying it. Fair enough. <laughs> so what we got next? We got more weird beasties from the Bible. Yeah. The top 12. Satires. Satire's dead, we all know that. Hey. What's a satire's? Well, you're probably already somewhat familiar with these creatures from Greek mythology. No? No, I'm not. <laughs> Woodland creatures with the hooves and lower body of a goat, along with its ears and tail. Satires are notorious, um, raucous, lustful and drunken. Raucous. Raucous, sorry, yeah. Lovers of every sort of physical pleasure. <laughs> They're also well known for their iconic set of musical instruments, called panpipes, after the legendary Greek god known for taking this form. You'll know find these creatures mentioned twice in the book of Isaiah and also the um, Lion of the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, Mr. Tumnus, that's what I'm thinking. No way. Are you going for Pan? Um, we'll just call him Pan, basically Pan. Goat Man. Well, I've never heard of them things. Again, yeah. like I said, never but read them. Then again, Bible. Satan, Goat Man. Mm. Miniature, yeah. Miniature Sons of Devils, Satan. Yeah. Got a, a fiery flying serpent. Who doesn't love one of them? <laughs> Often mistakenly referred to as a, a cockatrice in uh, King James V printings, a more accurate modern translation of the description of a creature only fleetingly appeared a couple of times in a single book of the Bible. I, uh, Isaiah is a fiery flying serpent, and there is virtually no physical description or information about the creature in other of the two mentions. It receives, however, nor is it clear whether this. Oh, whether hell. or not this. Whether or not this flying serpent is related to the fiery serpents which cannot fly, mentioned in Deuteronomy and Numbers. Which are books of the Bible. Mm. God, this is bringing back primary school. <laughs> of course, you went to a uh, religious school, didn't you? I did, yeah. Church of England. It annoys me, I can still remember the Lord's Prayer. It was drilled into me every morning. It's ironic, because one day you're probably going to end up shooting up a school. <laughs> oh! In a religious massacre. That's harsh. <laughs> I'm joking, you won't. Work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You won't. Right. Yeah, I can't get the gun. Actually, <laughs> exactly. that's really bad taste. There's been a couple of mass shootings recently. Oh, you didn't have to draw attention to it. Yeah. I apologise. Oh, this one's quite cool. Lamassu. Lamassu and Shidu are female version, male and female versions of Assyrian deities of protection, mm. which appear as massive oxen or lions with the wings of a great bird of prey and the head of a human being. Awesome. Mm. Due to their role in ancient mythology, you would often find their representation stationed at entrances to palaces, cities, and other important places. Almost always placed as a pair of sentinels side by side, they somewhat resemble sphinxes, we can easily differentiate them by their more active posture and differing physical features. You can find them referred to as devils in the book of Deuteronomy. Yeah, that was what a, the devil just, is that? Just <laughs> it's a fucking cool protection god. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, in the picture it's got four arms and four swords. Yeah, yeah. a lion's body, a chick's mm. top. She's barely covering her tits. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you luddite. <laughs> It's the sort of thing you would see on the side of a van, the, <laughs> uh, on the back of a fat fifty-year-old man's denim jacket. 
or the side of a van. Yeah, it's his van. It's classic <laughs> van art. I'll give it that. It's fucking amazing. Oh, what we got next? The lion-headed men of Moab and Moab. Oh, massive, massive ordnance aerial bombs, something like that. Oh yeah, mother of all bombs. Mother of all bombs. Yes. Why did I know that? That's terrible. In the book of Samuel, we can find a reference to one uh, Ben Haleah, the son of Jehodiah, a warrior and valiant man. One of his notable achievements was his slaying of two lion-like me lion men of the nearby civilization of the Moab. Animal-headed people of different are one of the most frequent supernatural representations of the ancient world, as the oldest known zoomorphic sculpture on Earth can clearly attest. Found in the uh, Stadel Cave in Germany, 32,000-year-old figurine represents a half-man, half-lion hybrid quite similar to those mentioned in the Bible. Awesome. But, as we know from the ancient Egyptians, we love putting animal heads on bodies. Yeah. We love it. Especially it the gods. fucking awesome. It looks like a He-Man mm. figure. But what if the gods like, just turned up Right, and they've got these fucking cool space helmets. They're in the form of lions and wolves mm. and jackals and birds and things like that. Yeah, Much the way our fighter pilots have names like Hawk and Falcon and shit like that. It's you're thinking of Stargate, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. It's still a great it's film, always, man. It? it always comes back to Stargate. <laughs> <with you. laughs> was a good film, though, Stargate, yeah. in the day. But still, what if it's like their, their fancy, uh, you know, like their space helmets, they just fashion them into mm. something that they, that's like their image? Yeah. Oh, fucking lions. They're space shaped, celebrities, space for God's helmet. sake. Yeah, if they, they're space celebrities. If they just turned up with their normal faces on show, everyone mm. used to be like, oh, look at that tall dude. It's a Nephilim. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we're not Nephilim. Yeah, you are. You're really tall. <laughs> they, they turn up with like fucking falcon masks and snarling wolf masks. Everyone's going to respect them just a little bit more. Mm. True. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Oh, wow, this one's fun. Fire-breathing, lion-headed horses. <laughs> don't see many of them about. <laughs> well, they didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> they would have been, well, been a super predator. <laughs> <laughs> like man-bear pig. Yeah. Like a mega predator, like uber predator yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, this comes in the book of Revelation. We, You mm. can probably argue that John... Oh, it hasn't happened yet. Well, it hasn't happened yet, but oh. John was certainly taking a lot of strong hallucinogenics <laughs> on that little island where he was living alone, wearing a cloth around his nuts, a growing a massive beard. So we've got this to look forward to. If we... <laughs> well, yeah. there we go. Much of the strangest material in the Bible comes from its final book, Revelation. Well, yeah, as I've explained, a lot of hallucinogenics. And the fire-breathing, lion-headed horses featured in a verse there are certainly no exception. Towards the end of the process of the opening of the Seven Seals, a demonic army commanded by the Prince of Hell, known as Abaddon, is cleansing the earth of its remaining population. Their mouths are horrific horse... The mounts. The mounts, sorry. Are horrific horse-like creatures with breastplates made of fire. That sting. <laughs> I don't know what that next word is. Jacinth. Jacinth and brimstone. One third of the people remaining on earth at this point are then killed by the fire, smoke and brimstone the mounts of this demonic army breathe out of, into the atmosphere. As God's wrath begins to draw to a climax, the demons haven't even started in yet. Wow. So first you've got these <laughs> fucking things shit. showing up. The Prince of Hell? Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> 
Holy shit. The seven things seals. Are getting, things are getting real at that point, aren't they? As soon as that seventh seal breaks, that's yeah. fucking it. I mean, boom. Mm. Fuck me. It's not good. No. Wouldn't fancy trying to fight one of them off with a lamp. As <laughs> <laughs> it burst into my foot room. <laughs> oh shit, I've got a lamp next to me. <laughs> it's not that meme, is it? There's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. One burst of your door. The thing to your left is your closest weapon. You're like, that's a TV remote. Fuck. Yeah, fucked. <laughs> oh man. Well, oh. who's next? Dragons. Ah, yes. Or dinosaurs. Maybe. Perhaps the most frequently mentioned of all supernatural creatures in the Bible is that of the dragon. Several dozen verses refer to dragons of different types. In almost ten different books of the Bible Isaiah, Deuteronomy, Neremiah, Psalms, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Micah, Malachi. And almost half of the total references, including most of the specific information being presented in Revelation. Hallucinogenics. <laughs> in Revelation, Satan himself takes the form of a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, whose tail sweeps away a third of the stars in heaven, just as he convinced a third of the angels of the heavenly host to rebel against God. The dragon tries time and time again to attack and devour a woman and a child representing the nation of Israel and Jesus Christ, but is repeatedly thwarted by the power of God and the armies of the Archangel Michael. Now, why isn't that a fucking film? Yeah. I don't know what's that. <laughs> Sounds good to Metal's me. Metal's fucking it. Yeah. Oh. Well, less metal next, is the... <laughs> it's the unicorn. Which, well, no, next is Brexit. It's the unicorn. We promise unicorns. <laughs> Got Nigel Farage, the dildo struck to his head. <laughs> <laughs> the average person probably thinks of the unicorn as something more from a fairy tale. Believe it or not, they are mentioned in more than five separate books of the Bible. Numbers, Deuteronomy, Job, uh, Job, uh, Job Psalms and Isaiah. They are most clearly mentioned when God is speaking with Job. He refers to the characteristics of a number of his different creations, such as goats, donkeys, horses, dogs, eagles, and other animals we're familiar with. He then casually mentions unicorns. Yeah, you know me, oh, I'm God, I am, mate. Job, come here, let me tell you, right, I'm God. You know, I made, I made dogs, eagles, horses, donkeys, <laughs> unicorns. Yeah. Okay, right. I get anything you want, mate. Get anything you want. You want. <laughs> get an horse, stick an horn on its head, bang. Unicorn. <laughs> Kids will love it, mate. Trust me. Sell the t-shirts, tag me later. <laughs> you do parties, kids' parties, oh, everything. <laughs> Just, he casually mentions unicorns and how, despite their great strength, they're not fit for agricultural work <laughs> or aiding mankind with their labour. They taste bloody lovely. <laughs> Ooh, mm, unicorn. <laughs> I want a unicorn, unicorn pizza now. <laughs> Unicorn. Oh, pulled unicorn back. Oh, you don't want to bear the horn, though, do you? You don't want to bear the horn getting in there. Uh, well, on a unicorn cock. You have that shredded, <laughs> shredded horn. It yeah. melts like cheese. Uh, oh, magical cheese, rainbow cheese. Oh yeah. wow! Every cheese flavour under the sun combined into one rainbow flavoured cheese. I'd eat my little pony. <laughs> uh, oddly. The uh, construction of God's argument to Job loses meaning if we're not describing a real creature in these passages, which is led to some scholars to believe that unicorns in the Bible are either mistranslations 
or that some sort of one-horned equine may have actually existed at some point in the past. What? But they were so useless, they just died out. Yeah, or they killed them. Well, they killed them. Let's carry on then. The behemoth. Mm, Definitely one of the most imposing beasts appearing anywhere in the Bible is the beast of epic proportions known as behemoth. Behemoth is the king of all creatures on the land. Much as Leviathan, who appears a bit later on our list, is sovereign over all creatures in the sea. A relatively thorough description of him can be found in the book of Job. Simple movements of his of its tail are moving a cedar tree. We've had that spirit, haven't we? Yep. So, yeah. And he's so big, he's capable of drinking the River Jordan dry in just a few leisurely sips. Wow. Perhaps most incredible of all, the majesty of God has rendered behemoth docile, eating grass just as an ox would, despite all its fierce and proportion and potential. Mm-hmm. That was a herbivore. It's a bit fucking inconvenient if a tribe of them rock up and drink your river dry, don't they? <laughs> and eat a forest. And yeah. eat a forest. And eat all your crops. Mm-hmm. It's not very conservationally minded. Selfish pricks. That's it. Yeah. It's it? Seraphim. Mm, I've heard of these ones, actually. The translation of Seraphim is burning ones, and they're the highest ranking type of angel and named this way because they're said to be literally burning with their love of God. Despite being mentioned in ten different books of the Bible... You don't I, have to go through them all. I want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isaiah, Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Samuel, Kings, Chronicles, Psalms, Ezekiel and Hebrews, actually physical descriptions of angels are actually pretty tough to come by. as only fully described in one set of verses, those in Isaiah, where he views them in his vision of heaven. They have six wings two of which they used to hide their faces to prevent themselves from being destroyed by directly viewing God in all his majesty, which are loosely dogma. Mortals can't hear the word of God or it'll mm-hmm. blow their heads up. Yeah. That's why she sends Alan Rickman to do her bidding. Mm-hmm. Now, if Alan Rickman showed up as an angel, I'd be inclined to believe whatever he said. Uh, certainly. Two, to hide their feet, which are unclean, and two, to fly around above the throne of God. They constantly sing hymns and glorify him. In fact, the well-known chorus of holy, holy, holy originates from their lyrics. So God's a bit of a narcissist, which we didn't already know. Mm. Created an entire bunch of things to hide their faces and feet while simultaneously flapping around him, praising him. Yep. Fair enough. Anyone down for that? (laughs) If I was God, maybe. It's one hell of an ego, isn't it? Fucking too right. Did and again, he's, yeah, and he's always bragging to people, isn't he? Like he mm. was earlier, you know. Look what I created. Fucking dogs, dog. hyenas, foxes. What have you done? Yeah, yeah. unicorns. Mm. Casu- casually puts it in. Casually puts it in. I shoveled some shit. Uh, <laughs> got a dung farm. Yeah. <laughs> what <have> you got? <laughs> Who's next? Leviathans. Number two. Number two. One of the best described and most fearsome creatures mentioned in the Bible. The word Leviathan has come today to refer to almost any large sea creature or monster, but the original wasn't a class by itself. It is extensively described in the book of Job. Terrible teeth all around its face, scales so tightly sealed together that no air can come between them. He exudes an aura of bright light. Out of his mouth come sparks of fire and burning lamps. He breathes smoke, his flesh and heart are as firm and as hard as stone, and he laughs at all weapons and attacks treating iron as straw and brass as rotten wood. He can boil the ocean until it becomes like a pot of ointment. 
He was made without fear and is king over all the prideful children of Earth and metal as fuck. If he exists, definitely metal as fuck, but it sounds a bit Marvel Comics to me. Well, I don't know, I'm liking that. I'm thinking one of them big flying things from Avengers 1. <laughs> it, it does, basically, the depiction that we were looking at in this article shows a basically a giant basking shark. You could argue that what's his face it was swallowed by that whale could have been swallowed by a leviathan. Jonah. That's him. Wouldn't it have just boiled him? Well, yeah, I suppose it would have, <laughs> wouldn't it? It must have been a whale then. The last one is the cherubim. In one. In one. It's the cherubim. These days, if you think cherub, you're probably thinking of a pushy little guy who kind of looks like a baby flying around with two tiny little wings. If you look more closely at the descriptions of the cherub in the Bible, you'd be astounded at the difference. Mentioned in two books, Genesis and Ezekiel, he's got a boat, hasn't he, Ezekiel? <laughs> Pretty sure he saw flaming wheels of fire coming towards him. High as fuck. <laughs> yeah, most of his prophets probably were. They've been eating some herbs they all in the desert, and they. These creatures are anything but cute. They are fearsome and devoted warriors of God. Their first appearance is guarding the path to the tree of life, armed with flaming swords to bar the way. Later, the prophet Ezekiel recounts seeing several of them crushed around the base of the throne of God and gives what is certainly the strongest description of any entity mentioned in the Bible. They have four faces, one on each side of their head, arranged in a square. That of a man, ox, lion and eagle. They have four wings with the hands of a man under each one. Cherubs are, without a doubt, the weirdest creature appearing in the Bible. Well, yeah, I'll give it that. Sounds like an LSD trip to me. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, they wouldn't have had LSD. It was ayahuasca or uh, mm. DMT, whatever form of it they could find. So he's know. lying there in the desert, mm -hmm. like off his fucking tits, mm -hmm. right? And then, like, a tribe of people come past, and some woman holding a kid sort of leans over him and says, you're all right, and he's seen, like, wings and arms and four faces and all this, yeah. like, yeah, I'm great. Yeah. I'm great. <laughs> With I'm strong great. enough hallucinogens, he wouldn't even need anyone there. He could see oh, all yeah. this yeah. completely wild shit, come back, write it down, and then a few years later, it's being passed down as if, oh, he had a, it was a, a holy vision, it was a godly vision, and he didn't want to speak up and say, actually, <laughs> I made a potion out of the plants. Well, no, because he'd think it was, wouldn't he? He's gone out there as, as a purpose, uh, uh, he had a yeah. mission, he got he, a vision. He didn't realise it was because he set the bush on fire. <laughs> nah. I've heard Joe Rogan say, I don't know if this is true, but like the acacia tree, which apparently proved to have a high DMT content. Mm. And apparently like the burning bush could have been an acacia tree. Yeah. You know, giving off some yeah. incredibly wonderful dreams. Mm -hmm. I was, maybe not the burning bush, because Moses had to come back with like two tablets with five commandments on each. And if he was that high, mm. he is not chiseling stone into Afterwards, leather. He but if he, yeah, but if he didn't know where the loose experience came from and then he woke from it and he was like holy fuck yeah. get, me a, get me a hammer and a chisel and a tablet yeah, people now. remember it oh, apparently he was visions. given the mm. tablet well that's what he's saying though isn't he yeah, maybe he did chisel them while it was off his face yeah yeah probably I mean so, I, I can be quite incredibly focused and I'm stoned at times yeah. probably where all this crazy shit comes from so should we is, it, is that the end of yeah. our uh, yeah so what's your verdict on um I suppose it all depends on what your verdict on the Bible is, doesn't it, essentially? Well, I always go for the prophets as, like, the majority of them, like we, we, we've said, as being high as fucking John. Uh, St. John of Revelation certainly was off mm. his fucking tits. Uh -huh. right? I'd imagine the rest of them, like, like all wise men and shamans throughout history, all they've people. all smoked something yeah. and then come back and said, right, 
This is how we're going to live. I've had a message from God. There you go. It's it's been it's happened in every single culture throughout every single period of history. God is in the greenery. Yeah, that should be a T-shirt. Should be with a big green leaf. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I'm sorry. I don't think dinosaurs were around with people. I'm going to go with the fossil record on this one. Yeah, carbon dating. You know, weirdly, um, we can't carbon date anything after nineteen fifty after nineteen fifty. So it's all bollocks then. This could oh, be no, 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 no. Everything oh, before 1950. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. That's we can't I'm carbon date after 1950. Okay. Because we need to do because can't we just look at it and go made in? Oh yeah, but also so future generations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because nuclear tests fucked up the carbon. Yeah. You fucking Russians and the Americans and yeah. the Brits. You people and the French. And the French. You world and people. the Indians and the Pakistanis. Yeah. And the Israelis. Stop being yeah. dicks allegedly. with nukes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't be dicks with nukes. That's my other teacher. And Russia, lock anyway. your shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Stop testing shit. Stop letting Boris look after it, for fuck's sake. Mm. Oh, I dropped the missiles. Shit. <laughs> You're all incompetent. Stop procrastinating. Pick that missile up. We will, we will test it anyway. The wing's hanging up. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's not worth my job. I get promoted if this works. Yeah, it must launch. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry for all that casual racism, Russia. Weird news? Yeah, Weird let's news. do it. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. It's more seagull related news. Yeah. Seagull carries away dog from garden in Devon. Why do I always get seagull related news? Oh no, look at his name. Oh, that was all Gizmo. Oh man. Owner appeals information after Gizmo the Chihuahua was taken from its house in Painton. Gizmo! Gizmo! Oh, he does look like Gizmo. <laughs> Oh, look at his little mark. Oh, Watching him disappear into the distance. <laughs> you'd, you'd be platooning at that point on your knees with your fists in the air. Gizmo! Trying to explain to your neighbours and like your wife or whatever. This week This week I'm done to Gizmo! What? This week I'm A seagull? That's a seagull! I think these seagulls are fucking wanting to scrap them, aren't they? They've been stealing our food for years. They're gradually escalating. They're they wanted that bloke back in his house. They're stealing testicles. They're stealing dogs. dogs. What are they up to? It's the sign of the what, coming what? apocalypse. What are they up to? It's the end times. It's the seagull apocalypse. Maybe, that was my, maybe that's my true calling on the John Connor of the seagull apocalypse. <laughs> Just make sure you cover your testicles up. Everyone will have some kind of testicle shield. Protection. Oh man. It's such a horrific thought thinking of you. I mean, I don't like little dogs, but you'd love your beloved little best friend. I imagine if he's a cat. It feels like a cat being carried off by a seagull. Imagine when he was a kitten. Now you're going to make me cry. When he was a little kitten. When he was a little kitten. Horrific, isn't it? You let him out into the garden for the first time. And a seagull just swoops down and picks him up and takes him. Tiger! So the kids, they'll be traumatised for the rest of their life. Where's he gone? 
Ayo ya udah. Ayo ya. He's gone to a better place. He hasn't. He's been fucking pecking his eyes out on rooftops. He's been eaten by seagulls. Eaten alive. You might find his half-devoured body in the street on the school run one day. Or do they do it like... Half-digested skull. His eyes out and a half a corpse. It's like the birds of prey, though. They're going to take it to a height and then drop it to kill it, aren't they? Yeah. Then swoop back down and pick it up again. He's letting go! He's letting go! Oh... <laughs> oh, why do you land he on your feet? Like a balloon. Why do you oh. land on your feet? <laughs> You're a cat. <laughs> his feet came out through his back. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> That's it. Kill all seagulls. Should on site. The gas is drinking non-alcoholic beer this week. <laughs> what do they fucking contribute to the fucking global social economy? It's a valid point, thing? actually. What are they doing for the, the, the ecosystem? That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Biosphere. Oh, ecosystem is just as good, I think. It, it, yeah, what do they do? Come on, science officer. Well, I wasn't listening. What, what the fuck do seagulls contribute? What's really worth listening to? Set his screamer at seagulls for the last oh, three minutes. I was just reading the article. <laughs> Go on, what are you saying? What the fuck do seagulls contribute? Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. To kill them all! There's shit everywhere and steal people's chips. <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> and dogs and testicles. <laughs> kill them all, burn them. Flamethrowers. That'll keep them off the Drones. Me- Flamethrower mounted drones. Oh, fuck. Now you're talking my language. The great sea seagull cull. And the uh, eagles, aren't they? Oh, food yeah. for eagles. We haven't got any eagles in this country. We're about to have a few. I think we might have, well, not big ones, but... What about if you know the US military is retiring the the A10 Warthog tank buster thing with a massive Gatling gun? I didn't, but continue. They are. Tragically. What about if we buy one, surplus wise, yeah? Learn to fly and call seagulls with an A10 Warthog tank buster? (laughs) It'd be easier to run them over in the van, Ben. (laughs) And cheaper. Fun, not as fun though. Right, alright, here's a plan. Put some glue down so they get stuck to the floor. (laughs) Massive bunch of them, food and glue. And then I just mow a good hundred of them down. Yeah, all right. I wanted that brrrr noise as the Gatling gun goes off. We can't afford the gun, never mind the ammunition. Nor the plane to fire it from. All right. Baseball bat. Although we'd probably, if if I tried to attack a seagull with a baseball bat, I have a feeling it would win. Nah. It might disarm me. (laughs) (laughs) Beat me from the air. (laughs) It's got the mound on its beak and it's just (laughs) hovering and smacking me in the head with it. Wrap it in barbed wire. You get one blow and he's down. A Telford man was murdered today. (laughs) (laughs) A gang of seagulls show up with other baseball bats. A gang of baseball bat wielding seagulls in front of his distraught family. (laughs) Specialist officers are working with the family. Bastard. Oh, well, Becky Hill from Painters appealed for information about four-year-old Gizmo was carried away on Sunday afternoon. She told the Devon Live website, My partner was in the garden putting the washing out at the time, and suddenly also it swooped down. It carried Gizmo a fair way as we couldn't see him anymore. I have no idea if he was dropped or where he is now. It is exactly the vision you, you painted, guys. She also wrote, Please, 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 anyone finds a chihuahua, he's mine, a seagull took it from my garden. Well, if you find him in a rice, you don't Oof. want me bringing him back, though. <laughs> she said I found him in three different places. <laughs> her six-year-old daughter was upset and missing the dog. Oh, God. Well, At least she didn't witness it. Yeah. 
Oh well, keep your dogs in. Keep keep your tiny small or get bigger dogs. There you go. <laughs> I mean, there's no way a seagull's taking Max off. No. Maybe a flock of them. It'd snap his leg. If you find Ma- Max with a pair of detached seagull legs stuck to his collar, you know, some, some pterodactyl couldn't take that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big He's boy. He's a big boy. Well, yeah. Kill the seagulls. Police find suspect after he passed wind so loudly he gave himself away. You know what? This Why is this a carry-on film? <laughs> this could be me. Uh, I'd do it. It's from The Independent. I've worked myself up farting before now. <laughs> I drank a lot of beer. There was those 20... 20 thanks, ca- thanks for sharing. <laughs> there was those 20 can of night nights back in the day. Oh, God. Wow. Would you like to continue the story? <laughs> Didn't your ex have to sleep in a different room because you stank? <laughs> no. I remember you telling her that. <laughs> she didn't go out briefly. <laughs> For like a week. <laughs> For an hour. <laughs> I just went to the sofa. <laughs> okay, now let's read the story. <laughs> uh, As police were searching for a suspect wanted on drug possession, the hidden person's location was given away after they suffered from a bout of loud flatulence. If you've got a felony warrant for your arrest, the cops are looking for you and you pass gas so loud it gives up your hiding spot. You're definitely having a poop emoji day. Hashtag it happened. That's the Clay County Sheriff's Office posted to their Facebook page. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. That's it. That's <laughs> an article. So if you are behind the police and you need a fart, don't. Yeah. yeah. Or release a silent but deadly one. Oh yeah, police say no one was injured during the rest. <laughs> Apart from his dignity. Uh, the only casualty there was dignity. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Ooh. A man who died, allegedly after eating a gecko on a dare, had rotted from the inside, family Isn't says. Is this a follow-on article? We had the original of this, because he went into a coma and died mm. after eating a gecko on a bet. Yeah. And died after it, and um, I'm pretty sure we've had this. Have we had this one? No, no, we haven't had this one. This is a follow-on from that yeah. story, uh, and I like a follow-on. Okay. Um, an Australian family is still grieving over the unexpected loss of their father, who fell gravely ill, allegedly after eating a gecko in a dare. David Dowell was reportedly challenged to eat the small lizard at a Christmas party last year, and was rushed to hospital two days later in absolute agony. It was a dare, but I don't know if it was a serious one. I was paying attention, but not really, because it was a Christmas party and the kids were invited. Aaliyah Bricknell, the 34-year-old's long-time partner, told 7news.com. Bricknell told the news outlet that she is still searching for answers as to what happened to the father of three months after his death. She also said that while his friends did dare him to eat it, she didn't actually watch him put the lizard in his mouth. We don't know 100% how he passed, but on the actual death certificate, it did say ingestion of a gecko. So I'm assuming it was that. <laughs> wow. His sister told um, the paper that the day after he arrived at the hospital, doctors diagnosed him with salmonella. She said that the family initially suspected it was related to chicken, but then Bricknell remembered the dare and shared it with doctors. Dowell's symptoms had rapidly progressed to include vomiting, massive abdominal swelling and the fluid in his lungs. His family reportedly told News.com that doctors said he basically rotted from the inside out. He died on December 11th, less than two weeks after accepting the challenge. 
Reptiles can be a cause of human salmonella despite appearing healthy and clean, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said. Does not recommend keeping reptiles around children younger than five or those with a weakened immune system and older adults. Don't fucking eat them. It also advises keeping reptiles and their equipment out of the kitchen or any place where food is prepared, served or consumed. Don't kiss or snuggle with reptiles and amphibians because this can increase your risk Who's of getting sick. Who's fucking French kissing a toad? Uh, yeah, but I, mean, people, I bet you people let their snakes lick them and things like that. Uh, well, fuck them. I think that concludes the news for this week. Mm. Yep. Alright, so let's play Full Alex. It's the favourite game show in this flat. Basically, Mike finds us some clips of some random weirdos, and he pits them against the arch, saying to him inside for himself, Alex Jones. See, who goes more? Full Alex. Remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex. Quarter Alex. Half Alex. Three quarters Alex on a train. But never <laughs> go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? So, okay. who's up first? First up, we've got Mary Colbert. Oh, she's a newcomer. newcomer. Yeah, she says that God used a horse race to confirm Trump will become president. Interesting. Let's see how this goes down. You guys were one of the first to hear this prophecy about Donald Trump becoming president. And I didn't realize it was several years back that that prophecy was first given to the firemen. Yes, back in 2011. Right. And he gave it to me in 2015 when I was seeing him as a patient. He just came by and said, after I'd seen him and talked to him, and then I was ready to leave the room. And, of course, when you know, the very last thing he says, well, Dr. Colbert, here's this prophecy that the Lord gave me back in 2011. When you get time, just read about it, and then just kind of tell me what you think about it, kind of like nonchalant. So I went to my office, and I read it, and, I, and then I, I said, this is amazing. So I went to my wife and said, Mary, I want you to read this prophecy. This is the most unusual thing I've ever read. And so when she read it, her eyes got this big, and she says, this is God. She says, this has the rhythm of the Holy Spirit in it. Yeah, see, I was a big Ted Cruz supporter. Yeah. I loved what I heard, and I thought, this is great. We've got a true conservative, yes. you know, who's a godly man. And so I guess the Spirit of God knew. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not who I've chosen, <laughs> you know. And uh, because that's what I felt when I read the prophecy. It was like a Holy Ghost slap in my face. And I just stood there and went, Father, if this is who you want... I'm getting behind who you want. Yes. Amen. And because when you get on God's side, you're on the right side. Amen. Every single time. Amen. Amen. Tell about when you were in Phoenix a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And that girl that helped you at your oh, table. It, it was so amazing. Um, see, during during the election, uh, things got really heated. You know, it was bad. For me, as a person, coming with things that happened to me as a child and standing with this man in spite of what he was saying, I knew I needed to hear the Holy Spirit confirm to me. I need you to confirm to me that this is who you have chosen. Please tell me. And in a dream, I had this impression 
there was going to be a big horse race in two weeks. The Belmont Stakes race was in two weeks. And the next morning I get up and I go, Don, I've got this strong feeling. I'm supposed to watch the horse race in two weeks. She Not, never has watched the horse race. I don't ever. ride horses. I don't own a horse. <laughs> it was out of the blue. So the day of the race, I got distracted and forgot to watch. I got oh. so many things going on, can't imagine. And But yet it was on my mind. My staff knew, everybody who knew knew me. I was gonna, I'm sure they were going to call and say, Mary, what was the message? <laughs> and I forgot. And so I went to the computer and I put in Belmont Horse Race to find out what was the message I missed that I was supposed to catch. And the headlines come up. And if you Google it today, it, this is what comes up. Belmont Horse Race 2016. The headline, CNN, Creator Wins by a Photo Finish. Now the Holy Spirit gave her that, the dream. <laughs> I sat there and I sat back on my Ooh. computer for her. How you over there, Ben? You're really That's the punchline. That's it. This was June 11th, 2016. Can we stop this crazy? And so I, I was like, okay, sir, I, I just thank you for that confirmation. Now, this is what's amazing. The horse, you Google it and find out the horse Fuck that off. creator beat out by a photo finish, the horse's name was Destiny. Mm. Now, you can't make this stuff up. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's winning by a nose so far. Hey! <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah, and you had, you had Mark Taylor, the firefighter prophet, in there as well. Her husband, who's a doctor. I don't know if that's actually saying that. I didn't say MD, did it? Could be a doctor of fucking Christian theology for all we know. I could probably get one of them if I just sent away for it and paid them fucking two hundred dollars. Ah, fuck it. Oh. Right, who's next? My God, what was it again? He won it. Creator, creator beat destiny. Yeah. That's how she. My nose. That's, that's how she knew Trump was going to be the president. But she was down for Ted Cruz before. Who's yeah. we all know the Zodiac killer. Hmm. Oh, this prick. Oh, Rick Wiles. Yeah, he's saying that Tom Brady is sleeping with a witch. Do you know who Tom Brady is? Yeah, the football, oh, yeah, yeah. football, best of all time, apparently. Isn't goat. he like uh, Adam Sandler in The Longest Yard? Kind of, kind of guy. <laughs> no, greatest, kind of greatest like... quarterback of all time. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, I don't know nothing about American football. I know who he is. Oh, yeah, so. me too. I watched the Super Bowl once and turned it off before halftime because I didn't understand why they're wearing the body armor. <laughs> I still know it. Your one tackle, yeah. game stop, shot, well, fuck's yeah. sake, rugby players. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see what this fucking note says. Yeah. It's obvious Tom Brady has no uh, spiritual discernment at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it's obvious that he's, uh, he's, he's spiritually lost. He's being led through life by a witch. Mm -hmm. He thinks it's cute. He thinks it's, uh, you know, Pardon the pun, charming, mm -hmm. and uh, and he thinks it works because he keeps winning. Mm. Does it work? Yes, he keeps winning. Obviously, really interesting question. She said, "Look what he said." She said, "I did my work. Yes, you did your work." You're, you're lucky you married a witch. 
A good witch, though. She's, yeah. I, well, aren't <laughs> it's all good? Good? He's to he beat. Believe, right? Yeah. He believes I'll she's say they're a, good. a soothsayer. He thinks she's a soothsayer. Um, he, he trusts her, right? He, yeah. Yeah. And he sleeps with her. He's sleeping with a witch. <laughs> there's, there's deep spiritual uh, ramifications for that. He's sleeping with a witch. Right. This his soul is his soul is defiled right. because he's he's having intimate relations with a witch. He's we get having, it. We know what that having, means. He's, he's having a damn good time. The way somebody who has some goofy new age ideas. She's a witch. Right. I think she's a witch. I and I think Tom Brady's sleeping with it. And I bet 2,000 years ago, Christianity was a goofy, weird idea. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. What a fucking. And he's like, brain he's, he's just like, he's like well, is it working? And he's like, well, I'm he's done. winning. Again, he's winning. He's like, well, yeah, there you go, this. That's a really great question. Oh, fuck him. He's the most successful football player of modern era. Yeah. I think. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I was just going to go with modern history to be safe. And he's like, you see the witch? Well, how's that working out for him? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but that's basically what he... I mean, I think he's jealous. He's not sleeping with a witch. Well, <laughs> for a minute he was thinking He's obsessed with it. Yeah. How many times did he say, he's sleeping with a witch? Yeah. He's sleeping with a witch. He's having intimate relations. Yeah, we know what sleeping with <laughs> means. You fucking stop thinking and about it. He's stuck in a porn yeah, loop. His soul's been defiled. And a visual wank-bank loop he got stuck <laughs> I mean, in there. I think that's what it is. He's sleeping. I don't know. He's sleeping with a witch. I don't know who Tom Brady's oh. missus is. Can we do some, She's I, I, I'm bound to be absolutely yeah. fucking gorgeous. Right, I'm going to keep talking. I'm going uh, to gonna find out now. <laughs> I'm going to find out who's have interest. I'm going to guess she's slim. Uh, model. Model type. Possibly large in the chest area. Yeah, she is called Gazelle Bündchen. And she's, she's a Brazilian model, model actress oh. and environmentalist. Of course. Of course she is. Well, the name like Gazelle Bündchen, I'm guessing women's a bit of a Nazi war crawl history back in the past. <laughs> Argentinian with a German... Brazilian with a German name. I'm sorry. Come on. Maybe well, great friend. witch and really good genetics. And she's genetics. a witch. She's a witch. And she's into the occult. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He's sleeping with a witch. <laughs> Hitler's granddaughter. <laughs> also, actually, they are one of the most successful power couples ever combined net worth of 580 million. So it's working out pretty well. So it's going pretty well for a minute. I think Rick Wilde is jealous of that. <laughs> he was for a moment, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> We've killed Ben. Oh, man. Well, for comedy value, he's winning straight away. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see what the... Because I don't think I've seen a man doubt his own message so long on this show. It was brilliant, he's wasn't it? Oh, yeah. He saw, he saw his mind working then, and he? he was like, oh, fuck, am I going to get out of this one? <laughs> oh, he solved the file. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's winning. <laughs> he's winning so far. Right. Uh, Alex right. Jones, Michael Moore rant, self-propelled blubber butt. It's an old one, isn't it? Yeah. The classic Alex. Somebody like... Oh, who's the giant blubber uh, creature? Uh, uh, Michael Moore. I was having a, a Freudian block there. Somebody like the self-propelled blubber butt, uh, who has got hundreds of millions of dollars, is a lying scumbag hypocrite globalist and knows exactly what he's doing. I'm going to call him out on the other side and break down what's really happening in Wisconsin. 
You know, it turns out Blubber Blub has, uh, and I, I remember this in the news years ago, but I looked up this morning and there it was. Blubber Blub has made his films in different states where he can avoid the union rates. Blubber, Blubber Boy, uh, and, and I'm not making fun of his obeseness. I'm a little bit away. I'm making fun of his psychic obeseness. <laughs> This guy came out, owned massive amounts of stock in Halliburton and, and, and defense contractors, knowingly ahead of the Iraq war, while he was bad-mouthing Folks, you know how, uh, I know what to invest in. Prison companies, bioengineering, police state. I don't invest in it, because I'm not a hypocritical bloodsucker. Anyways, we're going to come back and break down what's really happening with all of this straight ahead. Then it goes into the energy. So, um, wow. are you... Guessing that the one of the arch priests of the anti-war movement in Iraq, Michael Moore, owns shares in various defence companies in Halliburton. So he says. So Alex Jones I'm not says. Any evidence for that. I'm um, I'm I would like to hazard a guess that Alex maybe has a few shares in Halliburton defence companies, that kind of thing. I don't know. He's definitely got shares in dodgy fucking home remedy style fucking. <laughs> oh. And don't forget uh, body armour. Body armour and nuclear bunkers that won't survive a nuclear attack. <laughs> no one's going to be around to complain, guys. It won't matter. That's very true. I think, for me... Do you want to run through them before I... Yeah. yeah. Mary Corbett says God's used a racehorse. And we also had uh, heavy hitter Mark Johnson, the firefighter prophet, on there. Mentioned, yeah. Mentioned. He was, well, he was there. Was he? I think he was there on the other side of the guy, yeah. Oh. Apparently, destiny beat fate. <laughs> Some racehorse fucking beat another. Creator a, beat destiny. Creator beat destiny, and that means apparently that Trump's going to become president. She was pretty insane. I yeah. Comedy value. The second guy just for the Definitely. Rick Wiles, just comedy. for um. Oh, uh, well, Steve with a witch. Yeah, is that working for him? Pretty well. <laughs> but he's defiling his soul. <laughs> he's worth, they're worth 580 million quid. She's a Brazilian <laughs> supermodel. He's won more Super Bowls than anybody else. And look at him. And look at him. He's an old bloke in a grey shirt. You fucking tubby lump of shit poured into a cheap fucking poorly fitting suit. You at, at that point, he really wanted to swap places with Tom Brady. <laughs> <Ford. laughs> He's mine yeah. ticking over, and that's why he has my vote. <laughs> Alex is just like, yeah, fuck it. Probably I'm... taking some distraction away from his own shady business deals by having a go at Michael Moore. But not his obeseness. No, not, 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 not calling him, not calling him blub, blubber butt over and over again, or blubber butt, blubber butt, blub blub. Yeah, he's not propelled <laughs> blubber butt. Maybe I'm not attacking the man's physical obesity. <laughs> Psychic. Yeah. Maybe he's also something in, well, he's making more money than me at this point. I'm going to attack you. But is, it, is that like if he, if he called somebody the N-word and he's like, I'm not attacking your physical skin colour. It's your psychic skin colour. <laughs> Fucking hell, Alex. You can't back out of shit like that. It doesn't work. It's piss poor logic. No, yeah. I'm, going for, uh, I'm going for Rick. Cause he's, oh, me too. Fuck he's, it. He's just, just to see his mind pause, implode itself, and then... Reform in, <laughs> and then desperately try not to think about pounding that sweet Brazilian yeah. supermodel's gorgeous rear backside <laughs> in your Hollywood mansion. Oh, yeah, fuck. You know, with your supercars and the life of luxury that mm. 
you know, you've yeah. earned off your various talents rather than... Who's doing better, Rick? He yeah. who sleeps <laughs> with, with the, the most, bottom, <laughs> most successful yeah. American football player ever. Or is it you, Rick? Or is it you, Rick? With your plain Amish with wife. What you've got. It's him, isn't it, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> Red dwarf. Boys of the dwarf. <laughs> we should all be sleeping with witches immediately. Yes. <laughs> if that is the secret to global if it means sports I'm gonna, If it means I'm going to be living in my, my mansion with my, my hot witch wife yeah. and my $580 million on the bank, which is, which is only getting more as I progress through my footballing career mm. and get my sponsorship adverts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm done for Rick on this one. Rick wins. Yeah. Just for, his, just for the fact that he, he had no fucking idea yes. what to say after that. Let's do it for him. Uh, yeah, Pretty well. So, <laughs> I think that's full, Alex. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of related articles from the, the Sunday Sport, which yeah, you won't find in Sunday Sport headlines. If you're up for it. Well, I guess so. <laughs> Bong! Rose West had boiled eggs in her underpants. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Bong! Trump! Bring me the goat that bummed Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently he wants to bestow the Congressional Medal of Honor upon said goat. Wow. Wow. Bong! Randy Paul Hollywood Dwarf. Chased off campsite by angry husbands. <laughs> she points out Port Hollywood is on the is a, a chef on the yeah. British Bake Great British Bake Off. I'm sure it's broadcast around the world on the BBC. Yeah. Uh, so a dwarf lookalike of Port Hollywood was chased off a campsite by by the husbands of the wives he was trying to seduce. What a guy! <laughs> you can't really argue, can you? You got to make most of things. <laughs> Bong. Did MI6 geese down Putin's death rocket? Oh, that's <laughs> the rocket we had earlier. Ah, the, 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 it was did, geese. Did MI6 trained geese throw that rocket off course and somehow manage to create some kind of radiation disaster, which we're not fully aware of the consequences yet? Well done, MI6. Well done. Please don't assassinate me later. <laughs> Good work. This is the Rose West article. Bong! Prison screws found a cheese and pickle sandwich and two boiled eggs in Rose West's <laughs> giant bush. How big is her bush? <laughs> oh, shit. In Sherwood uh, Forest down there? At least they didn't find a dead child. Well, yes. <laughs> Mike's just been distracted by the, uh, the naked All this paper the is, is tits. It's naked breasts and headlines. Bong, Kim Jong-un spotted at Brighton Pride. <laughs> the best of it is, the photo was just a man in a mask. <laughs> it's, it's blatantly a man in a paper mask. But no, no, Kim Jong-un has somehow managed to sneak into the United Kingdom, oh. completely unnoticed, and news. go to Brighton and take part in their Pride Parade. But it's a world-famous party destination. <laughs> Bong, drunk, says it's 2001. <laughs> yeah, because we're taking hey, what we're taking his word for it. <laughs> Drunk. So to see that. Oh, okay. The last. <coughs> that means I'm 18 years younger. That's, that's a headline. Fantastic. That's a headline. Article. Bong. Serial killers died of septic ball bags. <laughs> Oh, 
That one, definitely. Bong, I've stockpiled 27 chumps up my arse before the bastard shrink them. <laughs> that chump is a chocolate bar yeah. for the international listeners. Quite a chunky chocolate bar. <laughs> That's 27 of them up his bum. Now Mark's just looking at the 70 yeah. special celebrities topless. Uh, we have the Sunday sport headlines for the week. Well, I felt so bad buying that for the show. So should. I actually... The front page is like a semi-topless lady. Mm-hmm. And I felt so um, bad that I folded it over the other way so she was covered and displayed the barcode uh, to her with, um, the football headline with the football headline on the other side uh, so she wouldn't see what I was buying even though she probably knew. She could still smell but you know the pervert on you. Because when she scanned it, it came up on the till and said, Peggy Sport. <laughs> Would you like your receipt, sir? No, I don't. Fuck no. Burn it. Keep it. Well, that was fun. Oh, man. It was, um... It's the first time I've ever bought a Sunday sport, in all fairness. Because I have internet porn. Should I feel the need for that? There you go. I used to read them. I used to find them in the woods. (laughs) But they were left by older, more considerate perverts. Right, <laughs> it's an age of sharing back then. <laughs> oh yes. man, that, and that brings us back to Jeffrey. Oh yes. Right, I think we should wrap this bad boy yes. up. So in, in conclusion, dinosaurs of the Bible, it's bollocks. Yeah. And uh, Tony Geckos. And Rick Wilde, Tony Geckos. And Rick Wiles is the uh, most confused man on Full Axe today. Yeah. In history. Yep. So I'm gonna say uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, please. Uh, Current to the board and the post of the apocalypse. Twitter is Apocalypse Ball. Uh, what else? You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, anywhere really you can find a podcast. YouTube. I, YouTube as well at uh, Apocalypse Ball. Yeah, man. Uh, Soul Award and Music. Yeah. Uh, see our, our side band project. Uh, so I've been Ben. I'm going to say thank you. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz. I'm going to say please subscribe to Sewage Pipe Gaming on YouTube and Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out.